What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies present the Nationalist Inquirer, your midweek dose of spoop and conspiracy and all kinds of other fun stuff. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I'm joined by Reinhardt von Krieger. What is up, dude? Oh, not much. Uh, just finished cleaning up after the uh, the first Friday opening of the Shoe and Leather Pavilion. Nice! How'd it go? I was a rager, that's for sure. Outstanding. I learned Outstanding. gorillas do not mix very well with bananas and tequila. I didn't think tequila went with bananas, but that's just me. Anyways, we'll, we'll have to talk about Banana that. Banana daiquiris. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right. But daiquiris rum. That's what I'm saying. So, uh, whatever, they're gorillas. Who knows? Maybe that was the problem. Back with us from his mandate. What's happening, Jack, the intern? Tie me to a missile and fire it at Tel Aviv. I'm ready. Absolutely. Bro, that is something we will be getting into this evening. You get your notepad ready? Because I think it's going to be coming hot and heavy. And uh, the notes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It started, started right away. I forgot how the line goes. It's some standard fuck party line and also hot and heavy almost immediately something 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 yes this the fuck pew in the swings yes okay also joining us one mr dogbot what's up dude not much johnny uh i hate to break it to you johnny but the people have spoken i know well i just heard the news today It saves my life. It's going to change. Look, dude. Three I, okay songs. I they had three okay songs, and that was one of them. Okay, I. I, used, I don't know which one that was. That was with I, arms wide open. One of the ones I counted. That was one of the oh, with arms was? wide open. That was that one. No, oh, the other was, one is uh. That was your what? version. Uh, the what version? That was your version. I don't know. It was the very first line of the song. And there's the oh, what I, else? I don't even know the. Li- yeah, it's the li- like well, dude. Course. I sang it. I sang it so often at karaoke in like 2001. Uh, that and can you take me here see that's the one that we would always do see see, the third one I was thinking of was uh, oh my yes my, yeah, for a second I was like, "Wait a second, that was Eddie Vedder," but that's he's in. Has something to hand on a hit on on a hong yeah. So, I can do everybody from Seattle in the '90s. That was like the one. That's it's it's not even singing. It's not even trying. That's the problem with like the '90s grunge sound. Is if I can pull it off, it ain't that hard. I mean, it it really isn't that difficult to begin with. No, my cousin used to make fun of me. He used to call it, what are you, goading in there? I'm like, what? You, you sound like a fucking goat. Got a machine here. Yes. <laughs> now, don't you dare. Don't you dare group that. Don't you dare group that tranny fucker in with, with my other <laughs> tranny fucker groups. Um. Oh, he's, he's, dude, dude, he's, he belongs in there, too. Oh, he's, absolutely. He's right, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bush. Yeah. Gavin, Gavin, who was like, mar- wasn't he, wasn't he like gay married and then he got with Gwen? I forgot. It was some weird gay shit before he got with Gwen. I don't want to come back down from this cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to do them all? I mean, we, everything you love is gay. We can do them all. Yes. All right. Hold on. We're down. We're down. They all suck. 
Yes, I'm when sorry. When the dogs began to smell her. Yeah, what I want to know is when the dogs, was she dead? And that's why the dogs found could find her? Was she dead? Is that what the whole thing was? The... Well, he's got time to wait to wait for tomorrow. Apparently. Gervander, to find her. Right. Gervander. I don't know. But I was just, I was just asked if I was, I was just asked if I was cow calling. So. Well, I, I'm just Hang saying, on a second. Like, Hang on a second. You, you, you express doubts. That there was at least three uh, Creed songs that were okay. I didn't say they were great songs. I just said that they were all right or okay. No, you're like right. They're, you're that, you're that fine. They're not as bad as like not as bad as I as I made them out to be. No, when they were popular. They're not. That's the problem with popular music is it's usually not terrible at first. But then they get really popular and they like absolutely ruin it. And that's, I think, I can't remember the name of the movie. Reinhardt, do you remember the name of the movie that Skull plays the clip from with the old man on the piano who like literally wrote every song? You know what I'm talking about. Oh. The something I don't Lake. I remember which one that comes Lakeview from. Drive or, I don't remember the name. Lakeside Drive or something. Is that the name of the movie? I don't know. Anyway. I don't remember. If anyway, the theory goes is that these bands that have humongous, you know, rookie albums and then everything else kind of sucks is that somebody wrote their first album for them, made them famous, and then they were allowed to write their own music, which sucked. Probably is the case with 30 Seconds to Mars. Yeah, or literally every other band. Like, yeah. Well, it's kind of like Pearl Jam only had one good album. It was the first one. Everything else sucks. And their first one was, you know, one of the biggest albums of all time. Same sort of thing. I think, anyways. Whatever. Let's well, not let, I, I let's mean, not do a nineties I mean, music show. Yeah, I mean we're 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 getting into deep Gen X posts. I know now. we are. We are. It happens. It happens on this show. We have a couple of Gen Xers, and then Reinhard. Do we have uh, emails? We uh we don't have. Well, we do. I guess we have emails. Let me look. I didn't pull up emails because I didn't think we were going to do emails. Well, we 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 do we do have a comment from yeah. a long-standing we do. friend of the show. We do. We have a couple of comments from a couple of long-standing friends of the show. Actually, DB, we have based mom had her comment. Based mom really enjoyed. But there's a difference between a comment and an essay. Come on! <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> wow! If I have to press read more on the uh, on the Threema app, then it's 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 a long comment. <laughs> you are absolutely correct. However, let's... that comment actually slowed down my app. Oh, <laughs> uh... <laughs> base mom, I didn't have anything to do with these two guys saying that. I wanted to read your comment. So if it took if it took Jack four screenshots in order to put it up in Skype, no. <laughs> Was it four? No, no. I'm just <laughs> oh, oh, geez, I just found it. Yeah, my app slowed down. She has a lot of good points in her comment. She said, "You want? Should I read it?" Can, yeah. can you imitate her voice? No. Okay. No, I'm not gonna. I wouldn't even attempt to insult her by doing that. What is wrong with you? <laughs> just not only is she my friend's mom, <laughs> our friend's mom. But she's also a, a, a fan of the show. You don't want to make fun of them unless I'm, unless it's I'm like, fr- you know, Cash or Fash Gordon or one of those other retards that listens to the show. You know what I'm I mean? I'm friends you, with Bass Mom. All right. She, all right. She's going to hear this. She'll she'll be laughing at all of except for maybe 10% of it. She will. Yes. And the 10% that's going on right now. All right. 
Enjoying the World's Fair show, one thing that has occurred to me, if you believe that our true history is hidden, that the Aryan peoples dominated the world, Atlanteans, Romans, etc., as the similarities in ancient architecture worldwide suggest, then it follows that a massive reset occurred to completely change the world. So I wonder if the World's Fairs and their human zoos were a way of presenting the new world to the reset people, and the foreign people and cultures shown were simply a way to convince everyone that all these races and cultures had always been present on this earth, and we as white people were not unique, but simply part of the vast array of other cultures. Most people in those days had no ability to travel outside of their own countries. How would they know any better? The indoctrination began then. Something to ponder as we try to understand what in the hell happened to our ancient world. Absolutely. Uh, she makes several good points. We agree with literally this entire comment, right? Am I wrong? Do, does anybody disagree with any of this? I no, I agree. I don't disagree with it. It's very, very thoughtful. And uh, yeah, I don't disagree with it. Okay. Now, this kind of leads into another comment. Uh, or the questions. Do, 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 do. So she wonders if the world's fairs and the human zoos were a way of presenting the new world to the reset people. Yes. Look at the people at the world's fairs. Everybody is basically wearing the same outfit. Have you noticed that? It's not even like it's not. Yeah, they're wearing their Sunday best or whatever, but it's like everybody's Sunday best was the exact same hat, the exact same jacket, the exact same. And I know we come from the modern day where, you know, you can get 72 different cuts of jeans, you know, let alone like, you know, you would go to the clothier and get, you know, they wouldn't have a hundred different styles of shirts to buy or whatever. I understand that well, part of it, but I like, I like that one meme that's like, uh, you know, there's so much choice in capitalism and it'll show like 10 different four door sedans from 10 different car companies. And they're all basically the same profile and, you know, with right. like minor exceptions. Uh, I, I, are you are you trying to relate I, that to the suit jackets everybody was wearing at the World's Fair? It could very well be like just the very early stages of okay. mass production. I, you know, like, I mean, like now the that's... Model T was... The very er, the very first few Model Ts all pretty much looked like a, the other ones, you know. The, I, the, I, the, I understand. I I get that, but I don't know that three million people or how many two and a half million people who went to the World's Fair all wore the same outfit. Do you get to see that many people in a crowd at the at a time? Like uh, like when look, they say two million people went, how many people do you generally see in the photographs? Right, you if see you look at the like pictures, a thousand, right? Well, if you look at yeah. the pictures of inside, like the industrial, but what was the big building? Was the uh, the agricultural hall? Uh, because when I think agriculture, I think biggest building in the place. Um, inside, they had forty thousand people in that one shot, and if you look. It literally looks like the same person sitting in every chair. Now, is that Photoshop? Possibly. But is it also everybody in the place wearing the exact same outfit, having the exact same haircut, the exact same mustache, the exact same everything? I don't know. It's, I I just it, it's odd. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's, it's just one of those things that makes us go, OK, that's not right. The John Levy Beach shot is a little bit more indicative, I think, of what you're talking about with all the people in the one like in the uh, one-piece bathing suits, if they're even in bathing suits, like hanging out at the beach, mm -hmm. and they're just not even prepared to be at the beach. Right. They're, they're wearing they're wearing jackets and hats and. and but that's and the thing is, there wasn't was there like a beach advertised? You know, like who goes to the World's Fair and expects to go to the beach? 
So there's that cope cover. Have they never Excuse. been around sand? Like I just cannot imagine like well, wearing jackets with, with well, three again, layers and being around sand. You're 21st century. If you're from rural Illinois, you may have never seen sand outside of maybe, you know, down by the creek. Yeah, and the fashion in this time period, let's say 1880 to, you know, early 1900s, the fashion was not was not about leisure. Not really. Uh, right. Not that we've seen. You know, everything was more dressed up. Everybody is wearing three-piece suits. You know, if you're even if you're going out to work in the field, you're still going to wear your slacks and like a white long sleeve shirt. Um, were you though? Were you though, or is that just pictures from that era, Reinhardt? You know, that's the official that's, narrative. That's official narrative that's that everybody picture, wore that's, there. That's coming from little family pictures. Oh, family I pictures. See. Okay. Yeah, family pictures and stories from you know but, my grandmother, uh, who I just talked to recently. Um, so you know, I would. I, when you talk to your grandmother, how old is your grandmother? Thirties. How old is your grandmother? Uh, she is. Oh God, she's going to be eighty-nine. Okay, so she eighty-nine would have been. Was she born what twenty something? I can't do uh, that. She was born no thirty-one, thirty-two. Thirty-two. Uh, so yeah, thirty. Yeah, thirty-one. Thirty. Okay. She grew up in New York. Thirty-two. Okay, so her parents would have lived through the end of the eighteen hundreds, possibly, you know, later or whatever. Now. Have you ever asked her any of the questions about that kind of stuff? About the World's Fair? No. Um, I. Or what about any of the other stuff? Like just the other stuff we talk about, the, the uh, older, you know, like the uh, the buildings or. Where... Well, her her memory is really really going, mm. but we have talked about, um, you know, the the skyscrapers and construction in New York that's outside the World's Fair stuff, mm-hmm. um, you know, that we've seen, and she claims that. You know, construction on these high rises, she could see it being done, but she never saw anything go from the ground all the way up as a brand new construction. Um, not like we see in, or not like we're told. You know, twenties, thirties was what we're told is when New York started really just skyrocketing, literally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and she never saw anything like that. So, she believes to an extent that the images that we have are indicative of something else going on. Now with the world's fairs, uh, she did go to some of the fairs as they would have been in New York throughout the thirties, forties, fifties, whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, She even took my aunt and the things that were shown there were completely different than something out of normal life. She said, yes, there were thousands of people. um, But this was, this was something completely outside of normal life. At least by that point, because this is 50, 60 years after the first World's Fairs. Right. When we went over the timeline, uh, she would have been going to the fairs that were post-World War One, So they would have been um, the future world stuff. Not future world, but the uh, the technological advancements. So it went. Exactly. Yeah, they'd it, already they'd already given the narrative of the old world and successfully um, indoctrinated everybody into what the old world supposedly looked like. So mm-hmm. then they're going into, you know. What are our uh, innovations now and where are they going? Right. Old world, savage, old world, stone, copper tools, old world, not very smart. New world, Victorian modernism, new world, uh, educated, new world, you know, uh, stovepipe hats. Well, on that note, do we want to get into the second comment? Yes. 
there, uh, actually, so there's three. From... There's actually three. There was one more before that one that I forgot about, DB, that I want to do that uh, the guy, it's kind of a whatever. But uh, when we say Tartaria, I just want to clarify this. When we say Tartaria, we are not talking about the Tatars. We are not talking about Asian people. We are not talking about the textbook Tartars. Okay. If they appear in textbooks. Right. Well, no. The ones that do appear are like, you know, Genghis Khan looking motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Right. Those are people and stuff. Hmm? Right. The narrative that they want to push for Genghis Khan and the steppe people. Right. But that's what I'm saying. When they hear us saying Tartary and whoever, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to mention any names, but you know which fucking retards you are. Um, When we say Tartary, we don't mean Tartars that lived in like northern China, southern Russia area right there, that that little part of the world. Yes, that was there. But that is the official narrative. And I don't know if you know this or not by listening to our show, but we don't believe in official narratives around here. Like much like there's no such thing as coincidence. Every official narrative is false. And another thing we're sort of I, I, I mean, me personally, I don't even like to use the word Tartarian. Right. To describe the to describe what's going on with these old buildings, because I, I really don't think it was like this one, <laughs> this worldwide peaceful civilization. Uh, I, no. I, I, I like that's just not my impression. I, but I, I it's it, it has become a catch all term because it because people want to there's just this innate desire to want to attach some kind of label or country or or state of people to this sort of thing because and and because the history has been wiped clean we don't know what the fuck happened we just know something we just know something dramatic definitely happened well that's the thing trying to put the pieces together is attaching a state or a nation or a kingdom uh to this as a label it's something tangible that people can can read about, they can search for, uh, they can get their hands on something because people don't like having the official narrative pulled out from under them and then have nowhere to go from there. Right. So this this kind of makes it, I don't know, it kind of stabilizes or solidifies everything. Uh, I prefer, instead of Tartarian, uh, using the, the terms Indo-European or Indo-Aryan. Um, I think that's that's exactly who these people are and it's more about the uh, who were these people? What was their ethnicity across the world? Their cultures across the world? We see them. Uh, what were they before whatever dramatic resets happened? Sure. I mean, they were definitely. Now, I'm I'm going to uh, disagree with Dogbot a little bit here. I you said you didn't believe that they were worldwide. I do. Well, I I, I don't <clears throat> think that they were some unified. Like, I think that like, um, I think that. Yeah. As by unified, maybe as as unified as the British Empire might have been, you know, I think that there were a lot of vassal states. There were a lot of uh, what's the um, what do you call the guy who runs a vassal state <laughs> um, for the governors? King? Go- yeah, governors. And there's another name I'm looking for. Viceroys, that kind of stuff. Like, yes, there's yeah, there, like sure. Be- and ben- this is based on architecture that they had to be one like one unified at least architectural firm <laughs> you know well i think i think probably the most likely scenario is that it wasn't all one world empire all unified not how we think of like the 
not exactly the British Empire, not like Nimrod's one world empire that he had, but I'm thinking similar peoples that have all coalesced together into different kingdoms, empires, states, whatever you want to call them, but they all still had contact and dealings with each other. Um, well, that's absolutely, how, how these, because they had airships. All, right. That's how this culture all grew and changed together. They still had differences. Sure, maybe, uh, course, maybe. That's a maybe, though, on the differences. We don't know that. I mean, they still had differences. They still have different religious beliefs, even if they come from uh, the same original historical events. They still have different narratives. Well, what narratives are you talking about? Like, the people... Like I'm the talking, pe- if everybody remembers the flood story, everyone has different details. Oh, okay. Different origins, yeah, okay. different players, characters that may all be coming from the same source, but it's the game of telephone. That's what it is. So I don't think they were all unified into one um, one flag, basically, but they were all unified by their shared origins, by their shared culture that you know had been growing for the past few thousand years or whoever knows how long. Right. And that's the thing is we won't know how long because they're not going to tell us. And when we do find out something, it's tainted or it's uh, or we, you know, you used to be able to find it. But now that page is gone now off the Internet. So a lot of what we do around here is using our discernment and inner knowing and pattern recognition. <laughs> you know, and I don't like being called a conspiracy theorist. I prefer critical thinker. Critical thinker is a much better term. Uh, conspiracy theorist obviously was created by a Jew to make you know critical thinkers look bad. Same people that created anti-Semite and what is Nazi, it? Nazi, homophobe, probably. Anyways, yeah. So when we say Tartaria, and we probably won't say it too much, even though we do, because you got to put Tartaria in the title to get clicks, right? Mind unveiled. Even if it's not even about Tartary. But uh, we don't mean, yeah, when we say that, we're not talking about the textbook Tartars, okay, guys? And we're also, we've never, never not said that it wasn't white people. We've never not said that it was white people. We've always said that it was white people. (laughs) This culture is clearly a white culture. You know, these are, this architectural styles is clearly what we would consider Western. And it's not Western because, some explorers happened to make it to Manila and built a Supreme Court building there. Some, you know, some explorers did that. No, these things existed. Right. And that's the thing. Because. Well, and the thing is, well, Western people made it to every continent. And that's why. Have you seen Sydney, Australia at 1900? Right. Sydney, Australia, 1900 would have had a population of a couple thousand criminals. Right. And service members, yeah. It, it, well, obviously, it, some, it was some, a very, it was a very out of the way outpost, right? Yet somehow has a most beautiful infrastructure and buildings and all kinds of amazing stuff that just, you know, I guess it was built by those white convicts and their white bootstrappy stuff, right? Well, Johnny, they had a hundred, they had a hundred and fifteen years, hundred twenty-five years. Uh, between the time that Captain Cook first discovered Eastern oh, Australia. Right, right. Captain Cook. <sighs> There's so much time. That's plenty of time. That is plenty of time to have constructed buildings that look exactly the same as the ones in the Philippines, in South Africa, in Indonesia, all over what it would be the United States, South America, Europe, Asia. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, you know. Hey. And as and as we said on the last show, too, at one point, I think I'm I'm probably the one who said it. 
was we're not trying to take away achievement from Indo-Europeans. No. Or white folk, if you really just want to use the, you know, crappy non-scientific term. Um, we're not trying to take away achievements. Your achievements, your people's achievements have been hidden from you. They've been glossed over completely. They've been reset. And you've been handed something like fake moon landings. Right. Slavery. Right. That's your identity. Slavery that you're happy about. I believe a friend of yours wrote a song about that. Talking about? Trent Reznor wrote a very great song in 1992 called Happiness and Slavery. Really good stuff. The devils of truth steal the souls of the free. Yeah, that's for another show that's actually going to happen. But yeah, so it's it's white people. Stop being a spurt. All right. Next. Third comment? Third comment, yes. Then this is from a good friend of the show, a guy we've known for a while. Go ahead, man. Oh, uh, it's from our buddy Longshanks. Have we just degenerated so far we cannot fathom how good of craftsmen white people once were? While the horse and buggy people thing is funny, I can't help but think of that meme of the space shuttle half buried into the mountain wondering if they ever existed. Maybe our current construction quality is just so shitty and cookie cutter that we've already forgotten what could be possible. Just a thought. Well, I, I want to say I absolutely agree with the shitty current construction quality. They intentionally use materials that uh, fall apart. There's planned obsolescence in everything about our aspect of industrial society right now. We don't get to have these things that are built to last. So, but the stuff that we're talking about specifically, some of these incredibly large buildings, and I'm going to go back to the original episode where we brought this stuff up, the Ames Monument. So you compare the official narrative to what you're looking at in the photograph, and you have to critically think and say to yourself, that smells like bullshit. That's what we're talking about. That's what that's where I'm coming from with the stuff. Is that I look at the Ames Monument, I see a giant stone pyramid in the middle of Wyoming, and it's built with blocks almost I'm not gonna say just like Machu Picchu, but in that in that sort of cyclopean fashion, right? And it's there to draw attention away from fraud of the owner of a railroad company. And they meant to build it closer to the railroad or the railroad closer to it, but it just didn't work out that way. That smells like bullshit to me. And that's just one example. When you get to a lot of these other examples, it just smells more and more like a big steaming pile of bullshit. And that's where I'm coming from with it. It's it's not that we've just it's not that we've simply degenerated so far that we can't fathom how good the craftsmen white people once were. I also want to ask you, did everybody in their spare time become badass stone sculptors and masons back then? Like, like, like I, it, it, some of these official narratives, it's like, well, they, uh, they ferried in 400, uh, stone masons from Ireland. Right. Where are they? Okay. Where like, are these four hundred like, stonemasons coming from? They go to stonemason school. They they graduated from stonemason university. You, yeah, you don't you, just join the Freemasons. And another thing in the photographs, you never see piles of materials. 
you never see any kind of logistics around the construction. You yeah, know, like, I was like going to wait till when I go to a construction site today. You see, uh, you see like the materials. You see places where guys go to eat lunch and take breaks. You see, uh, you see porta shitters. I know they, I, I know they didn't have porta potties in turn. I don't know what they had in the turn of the century. They had outhouses. They still had outhouses. They would have you had know, like, okay. They would have, and, and, and there's none of that. There's not even posts for the horses for the horse and buggies. Okay, can, okay, hang on, talk about, sir. Your time was two minutes. You two thirty, Reinhardt. Your time is two minutes. <laughs> I was gonna let you go next. No, um, I'm going last. Okay. Well, my thing on this is uh, going back to what Dogbot said. You know, it's example after example. If there were only a few of these pictures, a few of these narratives that didn't really add up, it wouldn't really be a big deal. The thing is, on every single continent, in every major country, throughout recent and ancient history, these narratives, these pieces of, quote, evidence are corrupt. They're wrong. They they do smell like a giant pile of bullshit. Um, and it's one thing after another. It's thousands of examples thousands of questions if <laughs> if you've got 10 things to question about one narrative i mean that's insane the narrative is blown out of the water when you've got a thousand reasons to question the narrative i what are you gonna do right you know at what point are we not are we just burying our heads in the sand because it's too hard or it's too scary or we just don't know and we don't or it hurts our feelings or it hurts our feelings. Because it hurts, it hurts our pride. Sense. Excuse me, not feeling. Our pride. Yeah, it hurts It hurts my sense of pride as a white person. No, it shouldn't. Right. <laughs> it shouldn't. It should make you angry that your actual ancestors' achievements, and probably your actual ancestors in many cases, have been completely erased from history. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, just thousands upon thousands of reasons to question all of it. Right. That is all. No, no, you're right. Um, you said something that I wanted to comment on that I forgot what it was. Um, no, the oh, that was the thing about the narratives having questions. Yeah, as a conspiracy guy, theorist, whatever you want to call us around here, uh, we are constantly held to a level of veracity in our statements that has to be basically around a hundred percent. Otherwise, pff, that's bullshit, right? How, how often? Yeah. How often have we had? things get tossed aside that turned out to be true but because there was a you know like a weird bullshit like we always say like they insert things into the conspiracy narrative to control the conspiracy narrative right we have to be at 100 percent all the time well official narratives as we have come to find are forever full of holes and you know, it's not just a couple of holes it's not like the pentagon you know the story in the pentagon has holes in it so big you can fly a plane through it but these ones have the world's fairs, the amount of holes in the stories in the world's fairs, uh, the buildings in San Francisco. The Again, Dogbot, you've said before that you always go back to that picture in San Francisco, right? Uh, the picture in San Francisco is so – and I, I'm surprised it even exists. Oh, wait, right? no. You know like what? The panoramic picture of, of San Francisco because there's nothing happening. It's just – desolate right and there there, and there's no there like there's no posts for horses there's no other construction going on 
and it's just the, built. The city itself was only founded 21 years prior. Right. I can't like well, I grew up in a suburb that thought it was a city, and I saw it slowly over over 20 years uh, pop up. Right. Mm-hmm. Larger buildings it, and more more infrastructure and whatever, whatever. Yeah. No. What I was going to say. Con- there's is- constant construction in areas. Right. Right. In any city, in any major city, there is constant construction. Doesn't matter what city you go to, there's construction going on all the time. You look at these pictures of these cities, especially San Francisco. What I was going to say, you're not the only, while you started saying that when I said that was your favorite picture to go back to, it's not just you. It's you, me, also Howdy McCoskey in a couple of his interviews. He mentioned that the panoramic of San Francisco is what cemented his disbelief in the official narrative about San Francisco. Just looking at that picture. Me too. Looking at that picture. I've stood on that hill. I can see that church today. The big gothic church in that building that's off. I think it's like the second or third panel from the left. Uh, it's a huge gothic church that even if the city was founded 50 years beforehand, could not have been built by the official narratives that we've been told because how long did it take them to build the cathedrals in, in, in Europe, supposedly? Hundreds of years, right? It took them hundreds of years. During oh, the, they, during yeah, the they, they right? said, like, it took, uh, I think, eight generations to build uh, right, one cathedral. No- yeah, cathedrals, right. castles, all of these. Right, hundreds of years, um, hundreds and- of years. But they built San Francisco, which had probably... 20 of these cathedral style buildings plus palace of fine arts which is a permanent building from the world's fair uh it all of these things you know happened in 20 years i just had a thought i just had a thought what's that do you think that they said that about the cathedrals to add centuries to uh to expand the timeline yes absolutely that's part of the that's part of the yeah Absolutely. Those buildings weren't built. Those buildings weren't built over hundreds of years using thousands of, you know, thousands of serfs who just their whole life, like they were born, they ate whatever mutton and gruel they were fed until they were big enough to go over to the castle and help build the keep, you know. Uh, And it's very easy to create that narrative um, from the top down because, you know, all these serfs, these peasants for hundreds of years, you've got birth baptism and death records usually at the local catholic church or protestant church later on um other than that you've got next to no record of somebody's daily life um, especially if they're on the bottom of society so it's very easy for the people at the top to say you know these people existed for uh these generations we've mm-hmm. got 250 years and just fill fill it with names um, especially if you're run running the, the church. church so create catholic church re- records right uh, create records. Yeah, how many records have been fabricated to say what they want? You know, the church I know. It, it, that's even wild to me. Right. It's like you could go on ancestry and you could try you can do the research like I have and, you know, date your family all the way back to this point. But who knows if that person existed in supposedly 1610 was even real. Right, because who the hell knows? Well, according to um who is it? Uh I posted that picture in chat. Some guy on my uh, some guy on my Facebook that somehow I still have. Um, he said that was it the Tartarian thing is like the worst conspiracy ever uh, because anything pre nineteen fifty is questioned. Ooh, he's going back. He's only going back to nineteen fifty. I mean, I'm, I'm at least giving him. I'm at least giving him till like you know World War One. I. I mean, you know what else happened pre nineteen fifty that we all question? With the the Holocaust. 
Yes. Yeah, of course. Like, so we're. I mean, like, I, I don't I'm, I don't get the point there. Of that comment. Yeah, no, I get what he's trying to say is that everything. Well, you know how we talk about the 50s and the 60s, you know, the idyllic America was fabricated by by um, what do you call it? By advertising and media. Jewish consumerism. Jewish yeah. consumerism. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the what's the street in Manhattan where they do all the advertising. What's it called? Uh, Not Wall Street. It's the other one. Not Wall Street, the other one. I don't know, 23rd Avenue? No, it's... Jack, look it up. What's he advertising in, in street in Manhattan? Times Jack? Square? That's not Times Square. I, no, I don't know. Like, I, I, all I could think of is Don Draper drinking the uh, Dr. Thunder. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, yes. That's, everything... my favorite, that's my favorite sticker on Telegram. That's a great sticker. Don, Dra- Don Draper drinking the Dr. Thunder. Instead yeah. of the scotch. Well, I, I, I don't drink, so it it I works know. for me. I get it. I know but the picture is the original. I get it. It doesn't I work for everybody. Who doesn't. I no? got a hot take though. Doctor Thunder is actually better than Doctor Pepper. I got a hotter take. Neither of them are any good. I don't drink soda. Period. Yeah, soda's no good I, for I, you, bro. I have one once in a blue moon. Okay. You know. All right. But I had to quit drinking them all together. I was putting down like a twelve pack. Of, Madison uh, Avenue. Uh, God Avenue. damn it, Madison Avenue. Thank you. It just came ah. in. Yes. So all of, yeah, idyllic America was created by Madison Avenue and Hollywood, right? Like the American dream was created. Even the Jews themselves admit it in, what is it? Uh, the, the something of their own, that that thing where they talk about Hollywoodism, how the Jews created Hollywood. Yes. Gabe or like Gabler those, or whatever or like those white nationalist guys that want, that want to pretend that life was like a Jewish advertisement from the 1950s. Right. That Everybody in this thing is longing for a thing that didn't even exist, most likely. So what we're saying is, yeah, this guy, well, his comment is kind of actually maybe more schizo than we are. <laughs> if he's saying I mean, everything I, pre-1950. You know, I've been saying for a long time, the real schizos are all the copers. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I I mean he brought like I I want to bring up something that Long Longshank said mm-hmm. about That's the space shuttle right comment. yeah well okay so I'm supposed to believe that the space shuttle was able to make it into space with these giant rockets and it was attached by one like big bolt. <laughs> It was on top. How did I know you were going to do that? His point of bringing up the space shuttle was not to justify. The space shuttle was also fake and gay. The space shuttle was the most. mm, The moon land. mm, Everything about NASA is completely fake and gay. All of it. Okay. All of it. They've recently. Your magic black science Negro there. Neil the snake in the grass Tyson there. Right. He basically said we ain't never even been to space because, you know, space is really outside of our atmosphere and the moon's in our atmosphere. So technically, people have never even left our atmosphere. Well, Neil and he's doing the, the grass bit. Tyson chicken is also an <laughs> Illuminati member. He does the hand over the eye shit. He's, oh, oh, no, no, he's I know. There. I'm, not, I'm, a, I'm yeah. doing a bit right now, but OK. But that's what I'm saying. I think he's having to do that because literally everybody believes the moon landing was fake and gay, right? Except for like a bunch of white nationalists who are like, no, bro. 
That's our white achievement, bro. How fucking dare you, bro? You're not actually, I'm, I can't call you that anymore. You're not my brother. My, uh, my own, my real white brethren would never say that about our precious moon landing. Yeah, dude, they're gonna they're gonna line us up with the the fucking coal burners and the fucking yeah. The they're gonna line up the conspiracy. Yeah, they're line, gonna line up the like, conspiracy like guys. Denied the moon landing. Yes, yeah, they're putting us right next or to the... coal burners, faggots, and tra- well, and trannies. Right, it goes coal burners, faggots, trannies, guys who denied the moon landing. Speaking of faggots, yeah, uh, my, Milo was never gay. Oh, you stole my line! Come on, no. No, that was that, I had that take too. Okay, all right, we had the same take. Your take, you tell your thing. Let me tell my thing, then you can tell your thing. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Milo was never gay. He was he's playing a part. He's a fucking Jew. I mean, he's not gay. All of this was an act. He's an actor. Everything he's done. I mean, like, sure, he took pictures in gay poses with black guys. I'm not gonna it start. It start off as a niche. Thing, yeah, uh, like a he he found like a niche grift that was working really well, mm-hmm. and it, it spiraled out of control. It did, yeah. and so he ended like, up having so to like, do pictures in bathtubs with blood and like really satanic shit, which is unforgivable. And you know, and the things that even pretending to be a degenerate should get you booted straight through the gates of hell. But yeah, I'm, and I, well, I'm okay. Here's an example, and and so I was with a very. Uh, I was with a hairdresser who, it, when I was in college, and she was the manager of a very prominent salon. And in that salon, there were five men that worked there. And you would have thought that they were all the most flaming homosexuals you'd ever met. The fact, the truth, as soon as they shut the doors and lo- shut and locked the doors, they dropped the affect entirely. They were all completely straight. It was all like a big act because women want gay men cutting their hair. Yes. And this was this was in the 90s, right? Like, it's still like that today. Mm-hmm. Now, are, are, are there probably actually gay hairdressers? I'm sure there are. But all five of these dudes in one of the fanciest uh, salons in Dallas were all straight. They were all straight dudes. But they but when 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 the open sign was on, yeah, they were the straight biggest up flaming oh, yeah. faggots you'd ever fucking met. Yep. And like and I even like it even set my bullshit detector off when I went to visit this person up there once because it's like that this maybe they're just playing it up for the customers. But they were it was more than that because they all were all straight. So like it doesn't sh- like I got that vibe from Milo watching one of his college uh, takedowns of socialism, you know, before they started like Antifa, like firebombing mm-hmm. the college when mm-hmm. he would show up. You know, like, like there was this there was this like uh, Goldilocks period for his grift where he was able to go to these colleges and actually still be able to speak and have uh you know, you know, and have like stuff on screens and stuff like that and take Q and A's and things hadn't completely spiraled out of control. Yeah. It was before Ben and, Shapiro got into it with Triglypuff. Right. <laughs> like, like that, like during that, that, during that little grace period, like that was, uh, I, I was watching those videos. So I'm like, that's a, that dude's straight. Yeah. 
I've never thought that Milo was gay. I've seen my cousin was married to a very, very high end hairdresser and her her place was the same way. And you go in and it's three women and three guys and they're the gayest guys ever until you until everybody leaves. And I we like we used to go out to eat with them all the time. And I'm like, they're not they're not gay. And she's like, no. I just do that because for work, because that's what you do at work, because women want gay men cutting their hair. They want gay men. Women want gay men doing all of their fashion stuff for them. And that has to do with Sex in the City, which was created by a gay man. And, and, uh, and, gay other, and other stuff, other Jewish psyoping that uh, yeah. gay dudes I mean, are part somehow of on the forefront yeah, of fashion and, yep, and, always. and other shit. Yeah, it's gay well, dudes are always in the front like of it. Vidal Sassoon was a fag. Like, Paul Mitchell was probably a fag. Safe dudes. What's that? For, to be around women. It's the idea that like gay guys are the safe guys to be around women because yeah. they're not going to try and rape them. There's also that, but it's a lot of that has to do with the fact that the gays are in the fashion and uh, beauty industry. So, you know, in the forefront, like I said, Vidal Sassoon, Calvin Klein, like all these guys are fags. Gianni Versace, they're all fags. Tommy Hilfiger was the only one I think that wasn't gay. Ralph Lauren. Oh, Ralph Lauren probably like little boys. Limp yeah, probably. Okay. Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit oh. definitely like little boys. We're, we stopped talking about '90s metal a while ago, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> but Vampire uh, Weekend. Oh God. Oh Jesus Christ! Stop it. Oof. But the but the, yeah the gay the gay hairdresser thing is definitely a thing. Like we go out to sushi. And I'm like, oh my god, this guy's gonna—he's ordering like a regular person. Wait a minute, he didn't do even—he didn't even do the hand thing. And then Dina's like, no, they're not really gay. Hmm. Okay. I was only like eight, seven, seventeen or eighteen when I found out that trick. Amazing. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Okay. So that's what they do. Yeah, and it makes sense. It's, it makes it's sense. like it's like bartenders at gay at gay clubs. Same thing. Yeah, I bartended a lot. In my 20s, I never bartended at a gay club, but I did bartend at a couple of like those uh, Thunder from Down Under shows, like male stripper shows. Those were the wildest things I ever bartended at because women at male strip shows. are it's a whole other world like guys, you know, you're not allowed to touch some some strip clubs. They'll let you touch if it's a really dirty place and like whatever. But like most places, if you touch the stripper, you get thrown the fuck out. Right. These women have their hands in places. You know, even with the bartenders too, tipping you put stuff in twenties in your pants and stuff for yeah. I've never done oh, it at yeah. a gay club though. Never bartended at a gay club. I can imagine. I don't think I could have made it. I, I I waited tables with a gay dude one time and I I couldn't do it. I had to have shifts scheduled apart from him. I just can't be around gay people. Yeah, no. Working working with gay people would never could do it. No, did I tell you that guy's that story? Like the first time I worked with him is the first time I ever worked with a gay guy. I was like 17 years old. It was a Mexican restaurant and I was picking up appetizers in the kitchen and I stepped on something and I had a tray full of salads and appetizer plates or something. I did a split, right? And I tried and I threw the tray on, on, on a table and he was right behind me and he like grabbed me underneath like my crotchal region from behind and helped and like stood me up that way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't like, I, I, I don't know whether to fight him or what, or like there was like 20 people in the kitchen. I look, he goes, he goes, well, he goes, well, everything's all right there. And turned around and walked away. 
And like I didn't, I almost quit the job right there. Like at that particular moment, I didn't know, I didn't want to know if I was going to kill. This is seven. Let me see. When I was seventeen, that was what seventy-two years ago. So no, that was when I decided I really hated fags. Yeah, it's. uh, I never spent like a whole lot of time around them. Just I never had gay friends or anything. I stayed away from them. Yeah. But whenever I had to work, like bartend or or serve or anything with Mm -hmm. the gay person, it was always the exact same situation. Um. And, and trannies too. They're always just gross. They're I, everything God. about butt stuff. Every everything well, is just focused on how degenerate they are. The only time I've ever worked with a tranny was as a, this is a trans female who was Native American, six foot four, two hundred and something pound dude, <laughs> and we used to call him Brenda Bob. His name was Brenda, and his name used to be Robert, right? So we called him Brenda Bob. And Brenda Bob had huge, gigantic man and didn't even try, like just grew hair out into a ponytail, just looked like a big old Indian dude, but like wore lipstick. So it was a girl. That's the closest I've ever come to working with a quote tranny. I don't think he ever got a boob job or any of that stuff. He just said he was a woman. Yeah, I couldn't imagine working with a tranny, not the real trannies. Uh -uh. Thank God. Oh, no, it was was pretty gross. Yeah, I could imagine. I worked with. uh, So I, I I guess Johnny's not getting a job at the State Department. No. Well. I mean, you know, we are the paraglowies. Shh. I could just oh, be lying. I hate I, that. I, I hate that shit so much. I could just be lying, you know, talking about with, our, with all of our CIA bucks, right? All we do is lie on this show. Right. Dude, it, I, I, we have we have CIA bucks. Look, all we do is... I'm so broke. <laughs> yes, all we do is read book, talk about Tartaria, eat hot chip and lie. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And draw lines. On and draw lines. That's what I was going to say. God damn it. It was read books. Yes. Read books. Talk about Tartaria. Draw lines and lie. So when do we actually start profiting? That's a whole other flow chart, Reinhardt. And charge they space lasers. <laughs> yes. And charge they space lasers. Yes. Thank you. Space laser. Thank you. So I wish we had a space laser to charge. Speaking of space lasers. I don't have anything with that. Yeah, I do have something with the space lasers. Uh, I guess they fired the head of Space Force. It was oh. a ACO. What do you mean? Oh, a it commanding was, officer. Okay, it so, was a commanding officer, okay. not the commanding officer. Uh, okay. Can I can I bring up something real fast before we get into that that stuff? Sure. So, um, Elon Musk a few days ago posted a tweet. What is his that name? Says, what did you, who? Lone scum. Thank you. Uh, he posted a tweet that say, says Blimps Rock, and our buddy Robert Seffer quote tweeted it and said, too small, small, hard to see, here's a close-up for you, and showed like a Nazi blimp. I thought that was kind of edgy, but what I'm really hoping for is some of our followers who still have Twitter accounts, if you can spam Elon Musk's Blimps Rock tweet, with pictures of Yids rape kids or Jews rape kids, uh, that blimp, and take a good screenshot. The the one that gets like the best reply from a shit lib or somebody in the in that in that thread uh, takes a good screenshot of it. I will draw a profile picture for you. All right, Dogbot is issuing another challenge. Yeah, that's a good one. The old Patrick Little Blimp. I love Pat. I don't care what anybody says. That guy is a good dude. I like him a lot. We used to hang out when I lived in California. It's good. He, we used to hang out on his sailboat. 
and Jews rape kids. Nice. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, did you ever get to see the blimp? I did not. I had left. I left California before the blimp happened, so I did not get to see the blimp. Ah, uh, okay. Sadly, sadly, I did not get to see the blimp. But um, we were talking about okay. So Lone Scum. Since we were talking about Lone Scum, let's finish talking about him. Uh, Lone Scum. Okay, so here's the deal. They put him on Saturday Night Live to do the Dogecoin thing and tank Bitcoin, right? They, he is like the Jew's face of crypto. And I think because, you know, Bitcoin's like dropped from 60 grand down to like 43 or 41 or something today. Uh, and that was Lone Scum doing his Doge pump, which was a fucking scam. And the Bitcoin dump is a scam. Everything he's doing, we're like, oh, I took a whole bunch of Bitcoin or I bought a whole bunch of Bitcoin. And then he said something about Bitcoin and Bitcoin went up. And then he said, oh, by the way, we're not taking Bitcoin to buy cars anymore. And he sold his Bitcoin and then Bitcoin dropped. Yeah, Elon Musk is part of the system in case you people didn't know that. Yes, I, I don't understand how anybody can think any differently when it comes to Elon Musk. Dude, I see our guys who are like, Dude, Starlink cannot wait. Starlink. Like, no, I don't want that many saddleoons over my head. I don't want anything coming out of any of these people's indoctrination cults. No, I don't want any of it. Or the guys in our thing that are like, bro, did you see the last SpaceX launch? Bro, it was so awesome. If you can look at any of those SpaceX things. Any of the launches, landings, any of the, the maneuvers in space, any of that stuff, you can look at any of that honestly and then come back and look at me in the face and say, yes, I absolutely believe that every single frame of every of all of that was absolutely real and not faked by CGI. Um, then if you can actually do that and you actually believe it, there's, there will be a redaction. Uh, yeah, I, there's no way I don't know how anybody who's like supposedly our guys, you know, supposedly woke to, to stuff. You know, you're woke to the Holocaust question. You're woke to the JQ. Right. These are the people. These are the people that want to fist fight us over the moon landing. Uh, but also Elon Musk. Yeah, no, I, I it. it just we've talked about this a lot on the show but it just infuriates me how many of our guys still fall for this stuff like they'll question you know we all question the holocaust but you know don't question my space don't question my white spaceman goes goes to the iss right oh my god white the people ISS. went to the moon i want my nazis on the moon man well it's not just nazis on the moon bro it's the whole point of being there first don't you see that's part of the baked in the cake exceptionalism that they baked in the cake back when they incubated all those babies. Right. You know, and this is where people are going to get mad. But that's the narrative they put out with the World's Fair stuff. You know, they started with the whole like, well, everybody but you people are complete and utter savages. And quite frankly, that's not true. If you look at even official history. If you look at, um, I used to have these DVDs that were quote conspiratorial. Uh, they were they were all the you know the gatekeepy stuff like the zeitgeist and um, the loose change and that kind of stuff. But there was one about Sir Francis Bacon, 
that you know supposedly was you know it was still a graduated animal farm film but when they talked about Washington DC and how DC was designed and one of the one of the architects was a black a black man so if all blacks were savages in the 1700s who's this black architect was there just one or two of them they like somehow got him out of the jungle a few generations before and like you know did they raise them on you know up and did he go to school and like you know in in boston or something like i don't you know what i mean where did this guy come from if if all blacks were savages right and he how does that explain himself that? up by his bootstraps right and i'm sure there's some sort of well there were free blacks in the north okay well how okay if there were free blacks in the north how did they get here why weren't they slaves like was there like could some of the blacks on the slave ships just be like hey you know what can i I don't want to go to alabama can we just go to massachusetts instead i changed my mind like you know what i mean when they're lining up to get on ships could be like you know what i just rather go to new york i hear that i hear them niggas is free but there were there were free blacks up north right where did those come from that was the entire point of the civil war wasn't it right i don't well no 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 that there were free blacks up in the north already Ah, okay. you know what I mean? Civilized. They're already civilized blacks, you know? Right. But if, like we said again on the other show, um, blacks were not, it's not that they never got out of the Stone Age. It's that they got blasted back to the Stone Age and have never been able to recover. Right. Most of them probably did, you know, get blasted back to the Stone Age. These reset people, I mean, you know, lab created stones are not the only thing. <laughs> lab created people are a thing. I always thought that was cool. How do you, they, they, you know, lab created diamonds and lab created sapphires. Why? If there's more diamonds in Antwerp, it's more diamonds than sand at the beach in Antwerp. Why do they need to lab create diamonds then? Hmm. The same reason they lab create humans and put them in pornos. Gross. 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 But you're not wrong. Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole lot to this whole. I I need you to bonk. I need you to bonk Reinhardt. Boosh, that I'm wasn't safe. a horned bonk. You only get bonked for horn posting. That wasn't horn posting. That was just foul. <laughs> that was just gross. That was just gross, yeah. Porn is bad. Regardless of what you think they are, whether they're troons or manufactured people or genetically, la- you know, they most likely are genetically created or genetically created, lab created peoples, artificially created, clones maybe even. Porn actors aren't human. I mean, you're not wrong at all. And, but what you're saying is that they never were. <laughs> right. But not that, they're, not that they become dehumanized. You know, they become poor Mia Khalifa. Oh, she didn't make any money after all that dick. She sucked six miles of cock and only made three Gross, grand. Why are we talking to I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. Anyways, I'm going to edit oh, that man. out, actually. Hang on a second. This feels like the end of the hour. <laughs> it is. It is. You know what? Let's, let's listen to some music. I'm going to stop this right now and edit this part out. Yeah, yeah, we're no, we're gonna leave that in. I was, you know what? I stopped the recording to check that out to see if I was gonna edit it out. But Reinhardt is right; it is the end of the hour, and I'm not editing anything. Dogbot, you did pick one, and it was one that we were all enthused about. It this is from Sleep. I love Sleep. Uh, it's Sleep Jerusalem, chapter two. Right. Nice. We will. well, because like it's like one long album, but like it's in different chapters, and it's chapter two. Okay. 
All right, we're going to listen to this. And Jerusalem is going to play a little bit into the next hour's news. We'll be back.
everybody. We're back. This is still the Paranormies present the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm still Johnny with Reinhardt, Dogbot, and Jack. We are getting to the news. But before we get to like actual news, we need to talk about some more gay COVID shit. Dogbot. Yeah, yeah I know. We, we can't. It's every week. It's something new and gayer and faker and gayer. It's oh, you got two fingers in your butt now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a swab. Right. Ten twirls, buddy. <laughs> Ten twirls. Clockwise. Clockwise. You got to make sure you get you, you, you got to make sure you get a good sample, Johnny. You got to make sure. Dude, that you guys ever see speaking of samples all the way up there. All right. Did you ever see the video of the woman who went and got a job? at a testing facility and took video of how they test PCR tests. Have you seen this video? Mm-mm. So apparently the PCR test runs the swabs across some sort of a spectrometer, some sort of a light. I don't know. It looks like a, it looks like a scanner, right? Like a computer scanner, printer scanner or whatever. And it's got like a mechanized thing that swings the, the swabs and it's like six or seven at a time across and they each have their own lane right like it's some sort of like some sort of uh swab race and it's gonna no but they, but they each, each swab stays in its own lane right and then it reads this whatever but these swabs when they're coming out of the packages a lot of them are very goopy and they're dripping all over the place it was really gross and really weird but uh apparently, yeah apparently this woman infiltrated a testing facility and pcr test swabs are really gross basically and extremely inaccurate. Yeah, these things are terrible. And we see, I've been seeing commercials at them at uh, Forum at Home all the time recently. They've been shoving it down our throats. I just saw them at Sam's Club. You could buy you could buy a Sam's Club Costco size pack of test kits, PCR tests for your own house. <laughs> That's essentially what they use. I, I, all the doctor's appointments I've been going to over the past uh, like month and a half, uh, they'll test me every single time with one of those crappy little things. How many times have they touched your brain, dude? Uh, six or seven now. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's kind of therapeutic after a while. Kind of feel massage. I don't. Hmm. I, don't I don't know whether I don't. I don't. I don't know whether to be, feel bad or to like fire you. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm starting to learn. There's something. There's something okay about this. No. There's yeah, no. Wait a second. Okay no. About this. There's literally nothing okay about all of this. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, do, or do they say members mark on the side like when they open it? Like, is it a Sam's Club box? That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> no, oh. no, it's it's one of the Jewish, you know, medical supply companies, of course. Probably the same ones that make the ones for Sam's too. So, yeah, yeah. exactly. But uh, yeah, so you can buy you you can buy your own PCR test, touch your own brain, touch your kid's brain at home from the inside, not just from smacking them in the back of the head. But, yeah, you can touch your you own know, kids' brains at home with your own PCR tests that you can buy at Walmart. Nice. You know, I'm surprised they haven't done any commercials yet that have, like, um, uh, with what we're about to get into uh, in a minute with Dogbot. Uh, <laughs> I had an idea. If, I'm surprised they haven't done something yet with, like, a kid trying to go to a sleepover. And they're like, wait a second. We got to check. We got to make sure. Uh, get, out, this, get out your little home test kit the sleepover pack yeah that's right you know what i've been doing by the way hey you guys said so you guys get have you guys gotten your what is it uh it's may so you're on we're on our third booster shot right now did you guys get your third shot yet dude i i'm, I'm not getting a single shot i'm kidding I so i have a magnet at the end of a stick and that's what i do is i walk around and i like touch people's arms with it now when i'm out in public 
just to see who's vaccinated. And I keep them six feet away this way. So, dude, have, go get an EMF reader. Well, go I want one. to, but I was told that I was told by a certain person in a certain chat that if you buy an EMF reader, you're schizo. Oh, well, I'm definitely schizo then. <laughs> if, yeah, well, here's here's two things I have to say to that person. Number one, you're a girl. Number two, C number one. All right. Um, <laughs> no, Just but tell seriously, them it's for ghost hunting, I don't want to be around any of these vaccinated people, right? Because like the vaccines shed or whatever, and I don't know. No, I, I, dude, I am not getting vaccinated. Nobody in my house is getting vaccinated. If in fact they are vaccinating people to protect them from a future strain, because they're pulling some Jewish double cross, uh, then I guess I will just have to use my immune system to deal with said virus. Because I'm not getting it. Neither is anybody else in my house. But you sure, know what, though? Make sure that your body and terrain are balanced. Right. My body, yes, my terrain, my terrain is it's very balanced, Brian Hart. What's wrong with you? But these vaccines aren't. Now, here, this is the confusing part. So, Dogbot, you posted a bunch of stuff that the CDC said that they changed again because this is the CDC and they flip flop more than like a freshly caught largemouth bass. What is this now? Now, if you get the vaccine, you don't have to wear a mask or no. If you get the vaccine, you should wear a mask to protect against those that don't have the vaccine. Which is the which is it again? It's backwards again. I can't remember which is which. Well, let's let's be clear. I asked our humble intern, Jack, to please post some screenshots of the new CDC uh Rules and guidelines. Right. There's masks. So uh, basically, now. it's a Q&A. Oh, okay. And one of the questions is, uh, you're vaccinated, but none of your other friends are. Can you ditch the, your mask around them? And the answer is no. You should absolutely continue wearing a mask, Shafir said, adding that the research on whether vaccinated folks can transmit the virus is still ongoing and murky we have some suspicions that people who are vaccinated may not be able to transmit which would be incredibly exciting news she said i guess shafir is a she hmm. but we don't know that for sure yet until then we have to act as if someone who is vaccinated could still transmit the virus okay so what's the point what's right. the point uh, also the language of these questions sounds like you're talking to a fucking uh 15 year old yeah, what was this? What is this article from Jack that you pulled these screens out of? Uh, it's from a Vice article. I'll post it. One sec. Yeah, please post the link. Oh, uh, that, that explains. But the Vice article. Everything. The Vice article I asked for was the uh, Amazon relaxation methods. No, this is also a Vice article, apparently, dude. I. Okay. Well, no wonder it sounds like a. It's That's for a fucking fifteen-year-old. Right. I, I was just gonna from, say. I thought these were from the CDC. No, I was no, just going to say sense. that this sounds exactly like a Vice article. Now, the CDC is what well, the CDC are the, are the ones who are advising and giving these recommendations. But yeah, this doesn't make any sense. So if you are vaccinated, you still you're vaccinated, but none of your friends are. OK, so you should still wear a mask. What's the point? I'm not doing it. The point is, it was never about the friggin virus, never about the vaccine, never about any of that. Right. <laughs> That's like, uh, like how we were talking earlier in the first hour about how you can look at something and just not see how fake it all is. Mm -hmm. How can you look at this? How can you look at people's attitudes at the CDC guidelines, the flipping and flopping and well, everything? I, 
I, I want the actual CDC guidelines. I don't know if this Shafir person is just some fucking faggot from Vice, uh, like just giving bad advice. I want the actual CDC guidelines. Right. I don't know what. I don't know. I thought that's what these were. Uh, no, these are just. I'm looking at this. Babel Street, the most powerful social media. Oh no, this is not it. Jack, this isn't the same. Look Vice it up article. while we're on the show. Since... Yeah, fuck it. We'll do it live. We're doing it live. We'll do it live since the intern can't get that CDC Wait, regulation. Is that, is that posted yet? What the hell? I posted mm -hmm. it. Mm -mm. Is it not shown in the chat? Babble Street, the powerful social media thing. No, no not that. I posted something. I posted the oh, link after that. No, that was right. Okay, here it comes. Oh, there, there it goes. goes. There it goes. There it is. Okay, so yes, early okay, this week the so CDC released its first set of guidelines. CDC I have it right here. In, I have it right here. Advice. Yes. The CDC issues first set of guidelines on how fully vaccinated people can visit safely with others. So this is only for uh, for activities that people who are fully vaccinated against COVID-19 can safely resume. Okay. So as the science evolves and more people get vaccinated, we will continue to provide more guidance to help fully vaccinated people safely resume more activities. There you go. Only fully, only fully vaccinated people are the ones who are allowed to safely resume more activities. We, we know that people want to get vaccinated so they can get back to doing the things they enjoy with the people they love, said CDC Director Rochelle P. Walensky. That's, oh. that's the one who said she was crying about this whole thing. She's very, 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 very like a Sephardic hawk phenotype Jew. Things you can do if you're vaccinated. You can visit with other fully vaccinated people indoors without wearing masks or staying six feet apart. You may visit with unvaccinated people from other households indoors without wearing masks or staying six feet apart. If everyone else in the household is at low risk for severe disease. All right. Uh, you may refrain from quarantine and testing if they do not have symptoms of COVID-19 after contact of someone who does. So apparently if the vaccine does what it's supposed to and you don't get COVID by. Oh, wait, it's fake. Let me see if you are at high risk from getting ill from COVID-19, which is, you know, anybody who's unvaccinated. They recommend that fully vaccinated people continue to take these COVID-19 precautions in public when visiting with unvaccinated people from multiple households. And when around unvaccinated people who are at high risk. So here's what you should do, even though you are fully vaccinated. Wear a well-fitted mask. Stay at least six feet away from people you do not live with. Avoid medium and large size in-person gatherings. Get tested if experiencing symptoms. Follow guidelines and follow the CDC health department travel requirement restrictions and recommendations. So even if you're fully vaccinated, Goyam, you can't do much. Well, and what they're doing, I was just telling my wife this the other day, we were having a conversation, what they're doing and what they've been doing with this entire thing for the past, you know, over a year now is creating the us versus them mentality um, with all this situation. And mm -hmm. now they're they're pushing that mentality to a base level of, you know, vaccinated versus unvaccinated, basically safe versus um, dangerous safe versus yeah but you know, who's infectors. safe but who's to say which side is which it's like when you're on a job site and you're walking through a room and all of a sudden you come up on this red tape 
and it's like in the middle of the room. You're like, okay, am I on the right side of the red tape or am I on the wrong side of the red tape? Right. Right. And, and what they're doing is getting everybody ready uh, for the next movement in the cult philosophy, which is then to become violent, to become. But that's, uh, but what I was saying, hold on just a second. We didn't finish what I was saying. Oh, sorry. Yes. This whole point of safe and not safe, right? The vaccinated think they're the safe ones. The non-vaccinated think they're the safe ones. The fear porn of the viral uh, and vaccine shedding is causing the non-vaccinated to think that the vaccinated are unsafe. The fear porn of people falling down in the street in India and dying of other variants is causing the vaccinated to think the unvaccinated are unsafe. You see how they play both sides of both sides? Exactly. Yeah. And then they then they crush them together. Yes. Yes. I don't know. I, I still can't get over some of the language in, in this Vice article. Like this one uh, that says, uh, uh, in a state like Texas where COVID restrictions were just completely lifted, can you chill in public without a mask? Answer, no. Huge no. Right now, the CDC says that no matter where you are and no matter whether you're vaccinated or not, we should all continue to wear masks in public until more vaccinations are completed. Uh, Shafir said, adding a hearty good luck to those in states without mask rules. There have been no COVID deaths in the state of Texas. Have you, have you noticed? Governor Abbott lifted the fucking lifted the lifted the ban. Well, that's because they probably went back to regular uh the regular forms of, of death statistics, like, you know, actual real things like the flu and cancer. Um, this article is for, you know, it's, it's, it's vice. So it's written to millennials and zoomers. Um, every single theoretical situation, every question you're vaccinated, but your parents aren't. None of these say, Oh no, here's one. Your grandparents are vaccinated, but you aren't. Oh, actually, okay, so. Hmm. That's funny. So one thing I wanted to bring okay, so, up no, I, was... I, I wanted, well, hold on real quick. What I wanted to do before we change this, the, the direction was I wanted to be, I wanted this to be like a look at how they're pushing the vaccine. Like, you know, your grandparents didn't get it because they're stupid. You're smart. You got it. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, I, it didn't do that. So. Mea yeah, culpa, right? More fear porn. Yeah, let I me mean, just mea culpa myself before I put my foot in my mouth. <laughs> All right, DB, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, everybody remembers our favorite little crisis actor, David Hogg. Who I, I do remember him. He is not who, my favorite, but yes. He, who definitely was not at the fake and gay Parkland shooting. Um, yeah, that was fake and gay. There's like a, there's like, a couple of the people that were killed had even mentioned seeing a guy in body armor going up and down the, Never mind, It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, he said the other day, I feel the need to continue wearing a ma- my mask outside, even though I'm fully vaccinated because of the inconvenience of having to wear a mask is more than worth it to have people not think I'm a conservative. I am, I feel like this is something you can especially understand if you're in a very liberal area where 99% of the people you see are wearing masks. So it's never been about health and safety for these people. It's always been about signaling and their own personal fucking narcissism. 
And I listen, if I thought if if I thought it was as easy as wearing a mask so people didn't think I was a conservative too, uh I I might consider it. <laughs> Nobody wants to be a conservative these days. Not not no. a real person. Uh, I I was mentioning in a rant the other day, I was in the DMV which was a fucking nightmare. And I'm looking around and I'm seeing like a uh, total uh, I'm, t- I'm seeing a couple dudes who would totally be in a Trump caravan. They got like the beards and like the the American flag patch hats and the uh, the like they're wear- like one guy was wearing a shirt with one of those fucking Punisher skulls with the thin blue line down the back. Skull, and yeah, brother. And they're cucked up with the fucking masks on. And I'm looking at them and I'm hoping one of them makes eye contact with me because I would have been like, dude. What are you wearing that thing for? You don't have to wear it in there. Nobody nobody was even telling you on the way into the DMV you need to put a mask on. Nobody cared. You know? Like people volunteered to wear that shit. On my on my way out of the DMV, I saw a guy in the parking lot and he was about his about to put his mask on. I was in a pretty foul mood. And I I said, dude, you don't have to wear that fucking thing. And it's like they didn't say anything? Or, or 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 something like that. I was like, no, they. Didn't. I I was like, I didn't wear one the whole time. They didn't say shit to me. He's like, well, I don't. It, I don't know. He said something to the effect that they didn't want to make anyone mad. I was like, screw that. Aren't you sick of wearing that thing? And yeah. I saw him looking at it for a second. And as I was getting into my car in the corner of my eye, I saw him uh, throw throw it in the front seat of his car. Good for you, so, dude. Good for you. So you you you, you, could, you made a difference. Yeah, like, I made a difference that day. And the but, whole parking like, lot clapped. The whole part, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Got him. I, know. I had to, bro. You know, I had to. Yeah, I had to. But right. ser- but seriously, like, I-, I really wish more people would slow down in their cars. And when they see people wearing a mask outside, call the- just roll down the window and say, are you fucking retarded? You're outside. You're outside by yourself. Yeah. I- now, now, there's microplastics in the air everywhere, but there's not this fucking virus. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, let's Ridiculous. be let's be real here. Like the real the real danger isn't from the virus, because viruses aren't real. Anyway, that's that's a whole other thing. Uh, we good with COVID? I think we're good with COVID. Yeah, don't yeah. get vac- don't get vaccinated. Um, carry a magnet if you're if you're worried that people are lying to you about their vaccination. Just try and stick a magnet to their arm, and if it sticks, get away from that person. Those videos, man, all this shit. It's like, okay, the fear porn for both sides. And I've noticed that um, it might be worse for the conspiracy side, obviously. Like the conspiracy side of the narrative is always like, you know, um, this guy got the vaccine and his left leg fell right off. You know, like, uh, I mean, like, I'm sure there are allergic reactions to a lot of stuff. And there's a lot of stuff in these quote vaccines. They're not vaccines. They're not even vaccines. Um, there's a lot of things in these things that your body might be allergic to, you know, and, it, and it's not just like the stuff that's supposed to quote help you. It's all the preservatives and additives and all the other junk. Even if it was, even if it was a real, you know, chunk of a virus that's going to help you build up an immunity to this supposed virus, everything else they put in a vaccine should keep you away from vaccines.
That was all Fuck I had. Fuck vaccines. Fuck masks. Well, yeah, but you understand? But you, you see what I'm saying, though? Like, and also, if you think I'm stupid for being anti-vaccine, I don't care. Okay. In case, I, I, in case the listening audience hasn't realized yet that most people on this podcast don't care what the average person thinks about, you know, whether we believe the vaccine is real or Melania Trump is a tranny. Okay. Totally a tranny. Oh, absolutely a tranny. But we don't care if you think I'm Definitely. weird for thinking so. Knowing so, not thinking. And actually, we can't say we know so, but we can say fairly certainly based on a lot of circumstantial and physical evidence that's a dude i love i love the guy in the chat that wanted us to show him melania's dick to prove that melania is a dude that is such a strange flex yeah oh i'll believe you if you show me his dick okay i'm like creepy sounds coomer but okay yeah sounds very coomer like you're trying to get dick pics bro like what the fuck like do do you have a do you have a best friend that you've given the instructions to delete your browser history if something happens to you (laughs) (laughs) yeah those are right up there with the people that want to see the medical records that we've seen we don't have to see the medical records we could look at the skulls and oh by the way you do you do know that the uh the skull remember um Jack, uh, at the last thing that we did not go to, the skull measuring guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that dude. Skull measuring guy that we definitely did not see or talk to. Skull measuring guy. You know that whole thing that he was doing, right? You know where that was invented, right? I believe so. You know where? Tell me where. Uh, Yes. It's the World's Fair, dude. It was. I'm pretty sure it was Chicago, too. Wait, really? Yeah. Wait, wait. His version of skull measuring? Like his... No, the whole like point how... of skull measuring, the whole oh. skull measuring and doing anthropology via skull measuring and stuff like that way was... Which like, is funny because they tell you that, um, that well, skull that's... measuring was done in the earlier 1800s in the Belgian Congo, and that's how they dehumanized blacks. But that's what they did anyways. They took, you know, they're like, this skull is the skull of, uh, you know, um, Australopithecus or whatever. And this is a skull of, they probably didn't do that. I think they just said, this is an Asian skull. This is a black skull. This is obviously a white skull. And right. Yeah. And they're like, this is how, this is how, yeah. But I don't, I'm not, we're not doing that part of the thing. Like, I don't, look, everybody hates me bad enough as it is. We're already the redheaded <laughs> stepchild of most friend groups. But also, yeah, but, at the same time, we're also the coolest guys in the room. So, yeah, I mean, I honestly don't have enough effort to care give to caring about what people think. Right. I said point. to somebody one time, I was like, I, I honestly don't care what anybody else thinks about me. I have a family, and those are the only people I care about their opinions about me. And as long as they're happy, I don't give a fuck, not one, what anybody else thinks. No, yeah, no. I mean, comments. It, uh, it, please, please comment on our stuff. Send us messages on Telegram. Whatever. Yes. Um, yes. We like talking, but if you're just going to say, "Do you realize how dumb you sound?" or whatever, we're not going to care or give you any. Mind. Yeah, no, that's not the point of this kind of thing. We're, we don't. Oh, care. come we're, in insulting, and I, I, I'm the, I'm Mr. Banham. Oh my God! I don't even get a chance. 
Like, I'll be playing with somebody a little bit in the chat, and Dogbot will come in, and he's like, nope, I'm on break. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got no wait, chill, Wait, wait, wait. Who has more bands, me or Dogbot? Dogbot. I have. Dogbot does. Are, are we sure? Yeah. yeah no. Oh, well, you, Jack, you can look. You're an admin, you know. I, I'm, like, boomer tier retarded They're when it comes all, to wait, that. When you... It's not just the admin. He's the fucking intern right now. He needs to look that shit up. <laughs> yeah, look that shit up, bro. Look to see up who has look it up to see who has the most bands. I know it's not me. I've literally banned it. like one person. I swear to God, I better have the high score. No, yeah. I'm the guy that gets the messages. Can you tell Dog Bond I'm very sorry? I didn't mean to be rude. <laughs> I get this all the time. Yep, and I'll let him back in. <laughs> I'll let him back in. I'll be. Oh, I'll go in. I'll go in our our uh, our prep chat and be like, Dog Bond, what happened? Yeah. Actually, sometimes I, I don't know. even have to well, do that. I, I, know. I just and, go look. And, and... I just go look in the admin, like what the admin actions are, and I see like Dogbot deleted this message. I'm like, ah, all right. I'll come in. I'll wake up, you know, a little bit after uh, you guys have, and I'll come into the chat, and I just noticed somebody just got banned. There was an entire section of of the entire chat that Dogbot deleted. <laughs> like, like what is going on? Somehow it always happens when you're on. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I value my break time, and uh, yeah, people come in there wasted my break time. Yeah, speaking of yeah. speaking of people that came in and and got yelled at, I would like to apologize to a friend of ours, his mom. I didn't mean it. I didn't know you were you were his mom. Sorry about that. But also, get an avatar if you're going to comment on our posts. <laughs> uh, uh, hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I. Wow, what even is this well, show? There goes, All right. there goes one enterprise. Yeah. No, stop. He's, he's very 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 cool boy. Um Hey, did you guys hear that there's um probably what is the beginning of the end of the world going on with um the synagogue of Satan and the native Israelis? Native Israelis. Yeah, the Palestinians. Oh, yeah. oh okay. I don't think they do they call themselves native Israelis? No, we do, and it pisses we uh Fash Gordon and I started doing this on Twitter a couple <laughs> years ago and calling the Palestinians the native Israelis. Oh they okay. hate it, I'm sure. Oh, dude, Jews? Oh. Shut this down. This anti-Semite, get them well, off say, of Twitter. I mean, they say Palestine never existed, right? Right. Like that's their that's the I've heard Boomercon say that for a generation. Yeah, that's now, the thing you know, is they say that, 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 that the, the state of Palestine never existed. Like what? Right. It was just empty space? No, like, what they're saying is it was part of the Ottoman Empire. For so basically, I could go to Virginia and take over Virginia and be like, yeah, but it was just a state within the United States. It was never a real thing of by itself. So Virginia is now John's real. It's now, you know what I mean? And I'm calling this the Holy Land and it's mine. Basically. <laughs> basically. Basically. Well, and to them, you know, it's always been their land. Um, it, it, it was just waiting for them to come back to it, essentially. The the Jews? Yes. I mean, that's not even true. No, it's not. But that's what they peddle. Right. That's the that's the lie they peddle to the Zionists. Thank you, Theodore Herzl. And what is it? Cyrus. His name is Cyrus Schofield. It's Cyrus, isn't it? Um, oh, shoot. I, I haven't said his first name in a very long time, and now I can't remember it. <laughs> it's something awful like Cyrus. Or I don't remember. But yeah, th thanks to those two, 
we now have boomer cons saying things like Palestine was never real. And that's why that's why it's okay for the Iron Dome to be uh You have you have boomer Christians that are totally okay with uh Palestinian children being just absolutely genocided. Sure. Well uh, they're terrorists. They're, Muslims. They're, they're terrorists and they're Muslims. And I and, and it's because Hamas hides behind them. They they you know they put bombs in kids. Where where Jews rape kids, uh, apparently the uh, Hamas plants bombs on kids. Can we just stop doing terrible things to children all around? I think that's a good idea, and I feel and bad advocating for it. Yeah, I feel really bad for every child that's ever been involved in any of that kind of stuff, and I do not. Uh, I, I I don't hate any kid. And I don't blame any kid who grew up like ha- watching his older brother get blown up. You know, what I mean, like hating the country that blew up his brother or his dad or his mother or his house or whatever. I don't blame those. I don't blame those people for hating the people that did that. So, no, yeah, you don't see them. You know, lobbing just missiles on a sunny day. <laughs> well, they have rockets or they're rockets or being five hundred rockets a day, right? Right. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't no, know. Whatever. No, so, so that's now the. the- so that's Beautiful going on. Death. Yeah, what's the death toll in Gaza right now? Uh, death toll in Gaza, when I looked it up a couple of days ago, it was well over 300. Jesus. Um, that that also includes dozens. From the article I was reading, it said dozens of children. Um, right, but didn't one that. kid, didn't an Israeli kid, like, trip and fall and skin his knee, so? Yeah, so you got to genocide everybody. Okay. I don't, my my question is why don't they just use gas chambers if they're so efficient? Right, wouldn't you, you would think you would think? Well, that technology was only used once and was lost. Oh, yeah. that's some antiquitech. You know what? I'm, yeah, exactly. That's uh, some antiquitech. So, so it happened at next position. God, ah, yes. I was gonna say was it? Did they show it to people at a world's fair? Oh, uh, so they weren't incubators. Oh, they're like incubators for adults. They're gas chambers. Yes, gas chamber is the opposite of an incubator. Oh, yes. okay. The gas opposite of incubator baby is gas chamber adult. I guess. Um, Did six million people from around America go to that exposition? Were there six million people to go to these expositions? Even, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, you know, they traveled from all parts of the country right. using their steamships somehow. On trains. Some these trains, trains right? The are, trains. I meant the, to say all parts of the world, actually. Right, the trains. <laughs> Oh, that's we gotta do it. We gotta do an episode on trains, and it's not gonna be like an autism episode on trains. I can see Dark Enlightenment right now. He's like, he's like clapping excitedly, like <laughs> they're gonna do trains. Not that way, bro. Uh, the fat guy from uh, Sopranos. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Does Dark Enlightenment have his little <laughs> he, like racist train shot. conductor hat? Of course, the he fat does. guy in Sopranos gets shot in the train shop when he's buying train stuff. That's yeah. How he died. This is horrible die in your hobby yeah i don't know he kind of got off easy right like <laughs> yeah i guess no? i guess which one hold on which one was it? which fat one was that one that wasn't um that wasn't the gay one was it no no not no. johnny cakes it was uh fuck i can't remember his name now it wasn't big pussy god damn it jack who died in the train store it. look it up I've never seen an episode of The Sopranos. Sopranos ja- and J- Jack is okay. still Jack is still looking up who's had more bands. Is he still really? Has there been That's that where many? He's been the whole time. He's he's, tra- he's trying to figure out Telegram. Is he 
Okay, is it? Wow. All right. So you go, Jack. Oh wait, that's not how it works. Never mind. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pretend to sound smart because I just fucked up. So never mind. You figure it out yourself. Skull showed me the other day how to do it, and I can't remember how to do it right this second. Telegram is a very easy thing to do if you're not admitting in chat and have and care about things like statistics or finding banned people to let them back in. I am at the point with some of these guys where if I have to look for that shit too much, just make a new just just make a new account and I'll add you to the <laughs> to Bobby Bacala. And if you ever Oh. Bobby Bacala, that's the name of the character. Oh, oh Bobby Bacala. Yeah. Bobby Bacala. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah, sorry. Totally. I'm sorry I miss I I pronounced it phonetically bobby bacala yeah no it's, well you gotta say it properly otherwise it doesn't sound right yeah it's bobby bacala he died in a train story right 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 now i remember all right i love it when you go full dago <laughs> it happens it happens I, I i can't go full i'm only i'm only half so it's really funny when he gets mad and he's full dago yeah that's not funny either eh, it might be <laughs> All right, so let's let's get back to let's get back to uh, speaking of the Sopranos. Remember the part where he had the Jew, and he's like, "Yeah, well, you know, then the Romans. Where are those Romans? You're fucking looking at them." And they had the scraping, scraping sound. They had the seed. Yeah, Shlomo wants Shlomo gets. Do Do I need to watch Sopranos now? You might. It was a really good show. It was a really good show. Um, I think you told me it had a horrible ending. It, I I was wrong. I read. The thing that Skull posted, I read that blog post, and it makes a lot more sense now. Skull, I apologize. It is not the worst ending in all of television. I take that back. That's always going to be Dexter. Dexter was horrible. See, I didn't watch it. I never. I only watched a couple episodes of Dexter. I couldn't get into the way he looked as a human, and he's probably not human, and then his, quote, sister, who I guess is his ex-wife, or something in real life, which is just a tranny, clearly a tranny. And just, just so many trannies on that show, I just couldn't watch it. It was just really painful to my eyes to look at. So I never watched any more than maybe two episodes. Yeah, I sat through the entire thing, and that last season was oosh. I mean, didn't even they, didn't they even bring in Colburner tranny from all those 90s movies? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the... Third to last season. Julia Stiles or something her name is? Yeah. 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 His name? Infamous Colburner tranny yes. from... That normalized so many half-breed kids. Her roles. Oh. You know what I mean? How many How many kids don't have an identity because of a bunch of 90s fucking race-mixing propaganda? Literally everything is race-mixing. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about, let's talk about the Iron Dome. Fuck it. I'm going to get mad if we talk about race missing. Let's talk about the Iron Dome and how the Iron Dome is fake and gay. Is what, the, you mean Iron, the Iron Dome is fake and gay. It is. This, this system of missile defense, right? It's supposedly, it's supposed to be 90 something percent accurate. There's no way. Okay. There is no such animal. There's no such thing that that is that accurate. It is a fake and gay thing. There's like some app, some phone app that tells people that tells Jews to go into their bunkers when they're being rocket attacked. 
And like the Iron Dome, it doesn't work like that, dude. It just doesn't work like that. So it's basically, it's a massive trophy system, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm trying and... to find the post. What? I'm trying to find, there's a post about the, uh, that's, um, we friends made on the Iron Dome, and freaking Telegram goes by so fast that I can't find it. I know. That's one complaint my dad always has. Um. Good filibuster yes. for a second about uh, about Israel, and we're still on Israel in, in uh, fighting with the Arabs. <laughs> so, uh, Dabba, what do you what do you think about any of this? Is there any significance to this latest uh, anti-Palestinian tirade beyond just what we see every day? Oh man, you know when it comes to these two groups of people fighting, I'm I'm kind of like. It's kind of like if you're in high school and you see that like cholo Mexican guy you don't like and you see that like wannabe gangster black dude fighting in the hall like you, you just want to like step back and watch them beat the crap out of each other and you you don't like you're kind of rooting for the cholo guy more cuz he's cool to you like in one class mm -hmm. but like but but you know Really, other than that, like you, you don't really like. I personally just don't really have a dog in the hunt. Do I? Do oh, I yeah. want to see? Do I want to see Israel get their get their nose bloodied? You know, sure. Uh, do I want to go like hang a Palestinian flag from my balcony? No. <laughs> right. Like, like, you know, like, can I just can I just let these two retards beat each other up and be and and like watch <laughs> no you can't because that would mean enjoying it ah uh, well and and well you can't have anything ah here it is okay so the thing about i found it just as you guys were finishing up how convenient so the thing about the iron dome is this is basically a fraud to boost weapons sales and morale right so all the 90 percent intercept rate stuff comes from idf press releases that's that's not real. That's just propaganda. Uh, after the war, okay. So in uh, 2014 and 2012, supposedly there was you know 90 percent. They had that little their little war there, right? After the war, well during the war they said they had a 90 percent success rate. After the war, it was more like five. They figured out, right? So the the problem with that is okay. So the reason this whole deal, the iron um, the iron dome even gets brought up, well, Joe Biden just signed. $739 million weapons package over to uh, Israel. I almost said Iran. <laughs> well, actually, they are now calling um, so experts and CNN Jews and everything, uh, people who are supposed to be, I don't know if they're supposed to be on, on Biden's side or if they're supposed to be conservatives, but they're uh, bringing up how the Israeli weapons sales uh, could be used to fund terrorist groups without anybody knowing right i don't quite know what that's supposed to mean because are they calling israel terrorists but <laughs> yeah well yeah i mean okay <laughs> like yeah this is a shock how right so okay so with this 739 million is this supposed to replenish the iron dome here's the thing dude you can't hit a missile with another missile you know wait 
so did they did they actually pass the the the, the uh, package? Oh, I posted it. Did I open it? It is opened. Where is? I believe they did. Yeah. Yeah. Biden, appro- Biden, Biden administration approved seven hundred thirty-five million dollar weapon sale to Israel. Yes. So I put in the call. There'd be a fake bipartisan bill uh, with with Israel support within the week. Last week, right? Did um, I say it on the show or did I just say that on? I think you might I think have said, just said it on the call. I think you might have. Okay. No, I don't think you actually. Didn't you say it in like Beagle's chat? I don't. I don't know. I'm feeling I good rem- that I made. I'm feeling good that one political prediction came through. So like, I'm batting a thousand because I don't make these things. <laughs> oh no, no. Like, uh, uh, I'm still batting a thousand because I said during the election, uh, before the election happened, you're going to be begging for hanging chads by December, and like, yeah. Oh yeah. They were still they were still drawing it out. So. Oh yeah. yeah. No, you weren't wrong about that. We well, we were completely right about the election. Oh wait. Speaking of the election, isn't all this stuff that's going on just supposed to be all these weird things that are going on around or just a distraction from the Arizona um, audit? It's all. I think audit? I think they put up an iron dome on this on the stadium where they're doing the audit right now right. to try to keep anything from happening. What, have you it. heard the yeah. theory? Have you heard the theory that the iron dome is just a holographic uh, everything, all the, the rockets and all that stuff? It's all fake. And the whole thing is just a holographic projection that they 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 do over Gaza to, as uh, like fear porn. That's pretty good. But what about the rockets that fall through? Model what, uh, models. What rockets that fall through? Yes. Yeah. The explosions. Sure. I mean, I've, explosions. I, I, bro, I, I've seen a lot of like you know John Woo and other. I can't think of the guys' names that do the Jerry Bruckheimer movies. So yeah, I you know. Do you want explosions? I can get you. I can get you a toe by four o'clock, bro. I can get you an explosion by noon. Look, man, I've seen enough Michael Bay. Right, that's the guy. God damn it, Jerry Bruckheimer was the '80s. Michael Bay was the one everybody your age would remember. My age? Okay, yeah. I was talking to you. Yeah. Michael Bay did all the cool blow up stuff in the the aughts and the what's this? What's the what was 2010 through uh, the teens? Is that what we're calling it? What it was we call the teens, it? yeah. Was it the teens? Okay. So Michael going through the aughts and the teens was Michael Bay. In the 80s and the 90s was Jerry Bruckheimer. He blew up all the stuff on Lethal Weapon. And, like, didn't he do Schwarzenegger movies or something? I don't know. But, yes. And he did, did Pirates of the Caribbean. Bruckheimer did? Yeah, okay. produced them. Okay. Well, he was, I'm talking about as the director. Anyway, so Iron Dome no, could be I'm- completely fake. Yeah, I'm guessing that the explosions that we do see, yeah, they fire some rockets down. They've got explosions planted or explosives planted in the ground. I mean, there are several ways to to do that and still fake the Iron Dome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I am leaning towards the Iron Dome being fraudulent. Uh, but oh wow, yeah. So that's the thing. A lot of people, DB, you were like, well, it's going to be a bipartisan thing, and it has to be to get to the president, right? So. No, no, and no, I just think it's like because it's the uniparty bullshit, mm-hmm. but it's it's uh it's definitely one way to uh to flout the fake media propaganda that see the Republicans and Democrats could get together on certain things that really matter. Right, like, like Israel. Protecting protecting this tiny sliver of desert in the middle of you know, the middle of nowhere from mm-hmm all the encroaching enemies that want to destroy it on a daily basis. Right. Yeah. Um, 
but the thing about this whole thing is Israel is just it's illegal. It's an illegal state. It's committing terrorist acts. It's killing civilians. They just blew up a building that had uh, that had the Associated Press's offices in it. They all had to scatter. Not that I give a fuck about journalists because, you know, journalists should be. But, you know, Israel is committing war crimes in public to big Jewish interests like the Associated Press. Right. That's in that's that's pretty interesting. I mean, they're they want they want their messiah so bad, right? They they're gonna blow up their own interests over it. I guess they're trying to they're well, trying to start their own interests. Oh, go ahead. I'm saying they're trying to start World War Three and like cleanse the Palestinians and this whole thing, right? Well, the interests of the the elite at the very tops, uh, you know, those come before even the the Jewish interest, the geopolitical interest is what I was trying to say. Good lord. Hmm. Um, and that was one thing I was talking again with my wife about and our son growing up in, in this world and kind of learning things as he goes. And I was just thinking about Christians and in, in Israel and just take away, take away the, the terrible, um, lies that connect the modern state of Israel to Christians and just look at it as a country. No person in their right mind would look at that country and say, we have to protect them. No, like that. Highest rate of homosexuality, very high rate of AIDS, um, everything that's going on inside of there, the whole Gaza situation, the fact that they're just haven. I'm sorry. It's a pedophile haven. Oh, yeah. The the amount of um, non extradition laws they have, the fact that they can have a religious ethno state. What else? They have whatever stuff they got going from. They just take people's houses and bulldoze them. I know you've been living there for. God knows how many generations, but now this land belongs to the Shlomo family or to the Cohens, you know, or whatever. Yeah, nobody in their right mind. That's why when you go look at as much as, you know, we don't really particularly care for the EU. But if you look at or in UN and the UN, if you look at any sort of voting when it comes to Israel, it's literally everybody in the world against the United States and Israel. And they play that up. The Christians play that up because, oh, it's in the Bible. Well, it's in the Schofield reference King James Bible. All that protect Israel bullshit. I've, well, got, bre- I've got breaking news, guys. Uh-oh. Breaking, 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 breaking news. Our Silver Alert president drove an F-150 today, and he almost ran over a journalist for bringing up Israel. I saw that. I wanted to do that last, but I, I did they, see that. I did see that. They yeah. let him drive around in a, in a in a parking lot. Do you think it was remote controlled? It wasn't a parking <laughs> lot. It was out in the desert, wasn't it? Like, I saw the video. It looks like he's out in a desert. And again, we're seeing media. Uh, we're media. We're seeing journalists and all these media types. Not a single real camera. Everybody's holding up a phone to record this. So. Like, is that the new thing all these journalists do now? I mean, it's CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, motherfuckers just recording on their phone now. That was completely so. fake. You could, you don't see him at all. You see a hand on the steering wheel. You see the like at one point you see from his like from a left profile, his lip to his nose forward, like a little bit of his chin and like the front two inches of his face. That's all you see of Joe Biden. In the mirror, you can clearly see the Secret Service agent sitting behind him. 
but you don't see Joe Biden, really. It's like on those TV shows when like they can't show you the celebrity, but they'll kind of hint at it. Oh, the George from Steinbrenner behind. from Seinfeld. Yes, the George Steinbrenner was in like a hundred episodes, but you always saw it from like behind, you know, over his shoulder, kind of a thing. When he was, yeah, you never right. see him, or you just see the hand with the World Series ring. Right, that's what this was. Yes, a hundred percent. That's what this was. This was. That's what I. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, this is ridiculously fake just absolutely fake i don't even pay attention to the silver what did you call him the uh silver alert president silver alert president the silver alert president i like that the silver alert president is out there at the golden corral for the early bird buffet secret like, service is like make sure he goes over there <laughs> he's i think i lost him down the dairy aisle no, he's over here in personal hygiene. <laughs> right. Like being personal hygiene. <laughs> what he's doing? He's looking, well, he's, he's, he's in looking per- for denture cream. I was going to say he's looking for he's he's, he's looking for um, spray band-aids to put his mask back together on his neck. He's looking for Astroglide for the Haitian children we just had shipped to the White House. Oh, come on, man. He's way Aww. too far past doing all that now. That's not even a real person anymore. That poor thing is like. A skin husk that gets hung up. That guy, that you know guy what it is? Like the sandbag dude from the original Hellboy movie. Oh yeah, that's on a good the inside. One. It could be well, or it could be that uh, that picture that was it you posted it, dog about that. Like, what is this? What are they making? It was like, a oh, dude. that was me. Oh, that was you. The dude split in half from behind. Yeah, I was like, that's yeah. a that's a no, Disney. I, I, po- I posted this picture with the drone because I thought it would be. Uh, I thought, and one of the. And and basically all the uh, lines from that 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 sign people put in their front yard uh, in this is, house is each a missile yeah yeah uh, black ones one missiles Black Lives Matter another is love is love another is science is real another right. is feminism is for everyone another one is no human is illegal another one is kindness is everything the other ones are love trumps hate and last but not least certainly never least diversity is celebrated yeah that's definitely the in this house we believe blah 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 yeah, yeah that's a terrible that's terrible yeah i've seen all the memes about biden and the drone strikes and stuff where it's like you see two brown people and they're like oh my god i'm so excited to be drone striked by the first brown female vice president like everything yeah, at the point i feel like that's just kind of like i don't know uh, what's her name? Tommy Larantier. It is Tommy Larantier, and, and you know, and it's it's the whole like, wow, well, you know, if the shit was on the other foot. But then you had remember when the first attack and there was those tweets, such a quiet attack. Like what? There was no tweet storm or anything. No, we just blew up a bunch of motherfuckers in the middle of the night. Like that works, right? It's but humane. the thing is, is but the thing is, is you know, orange fat orange retard wasn't tweeting about it, so it was much nicer then. It's okay to kill brown people in Syria as long as we don't make mean tweets about it. We don't rub their noses in it. Yeah. Speaking of fat orange fucking retard, apparently they're sentencing people from. The insurrection of January 6th. Insurrection. The guy who put his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk, apparently, supposedly, because I don't believe these stories either, spent their life's life's savings and dipped into all their credit whenever I had to sell their house and whatever, ended up 
ended up not being able to pay their lawyer and having to get a public defender after depleting his life savings, pled guilty to, what, seven years? Seven years. Seven years. It might have been four. Don't, don't, I could be lying. It's either four or seven. So either way, either way, doesn't matter. He put his feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Okay. That, that useless bearded fucking burden that is uh, on Ben Shapiro's Daily Wire, Matt Walsh, uh, frequent Tucker Carlson guest now, and yeah. Twitter guy, or, uh, made a tweet about, uh, hold on, let me, let me get the specifics here from our fucking chat. Has Trump said anything in defense of his supporters who are being hunted down and thrown in cages in what is clearly a politically motivated witch hunt? I, I, I'm i going to say it. I'll say it. I've said it before and I've said it again. The whole reason the Trump presidency happened was to draw out people who were still remotely nationalistic, remotely patriotic, supremely pro-American, and single them out to be targeted and destroyed. Yes. That was the whole reason for his presidency. That's why nothing got done the entire four years. He wasn't obstructed. He just didn't have to do anything. He signed some toothless executive orders that could be completely flipped over. Which they have been. Yeah. So, like, it, it, you know, he, he took us out of the Paris Climate Accord. Woo! Global warming's for fags and hippies yeah like uh, like that had nothing it it did nothing you know Ooh, he got the keystone pipeline going and and first day first day the next administration just turn the you know turn it off turn this turn the spigot right didn't you no just push the button you just push the button push turn the it button. off they just push the it's button all turn there off. to ensure that you're not focused right. on what they're actually doing but that you're sitting there just waiting for the next piece of crap to be dropped into your mouth. There's that, but Dogbot is 100% correct. Uh, they used Charlottesville to brand all of us nationalists Nazis, you know, and showed big bad Nazi stuff going on and played Charlottesville for four, four years. They used that for four years. And now they have the insurrection to get the rest of. You know, because once we got called Nazis, like a lot of the Republicans were, they they did the optics thing. That's how the optics debate got started, was all the Charlottesville and and that stuff. And then, you know, America First and those faggots, um, literal faggots. um, I mean that in the San Francisco sense of the word faggot. um, And not in the faking gay, uh, you know, Palace of Fine Arts, but actual Castro District, you know, AIDS faggots. Um, Gross. Yeah. Nick Fuentes. Anyways, um, yeah, and it drug, now he's dragging out. You know, he did his thing and he dragged out. Don't forget, he's part of that, too. He's part of that, too. He's part of that whole that whole um, insurrection 21 thing as well. So those were completely and utterly plays to get us to raise our heads up so they could find out who we are, dox us, get all of our information, find out where we work, get us fired, get all this stuff, get us on lists, all the things that they say. That 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 you know the Nazis want to do to them, that the Nazis wanted to do to the Jews. It's the whole you know it's the Vox day. SJW is always project. Bolsheviks always Bolshevik. Why can't anybody talk today? Bolsheviks always project. 
These people, they always project the things they're going to do to you. You know, the things that they say you're doing are the things they're doing to you. And these people are just getting it now. I don't know. And again, I don't think any of the actors from January 6th are really going to be punished. I don't think, I don't think vegan tattoo fag uh, pagan LARPer guy is going to get any real time. I don't think any of that stuff is real. Baked Alaska is quote in jail, right? Or these people are in jail as much as Jelaine Maxwell or fucking Jeffrey Epstein were in jail, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> the insurrection was fake and gay. There's a video came out yesterday where the guys are talking to the cops inside the building and the cops are like, you guys can stay inside as long as you don't break anything and you're cool. Literally what they said. Yeah, go ahead and go in their office. Don't touch, don't break nothing. Okay? So the police, there is video of the Capitol Police telling these people to do the bit. They do the bit, and now they're going to jail for it? Like, how is this? And again, you know, we had the fake Chauvin trial where they absolutely proved without a shadow of a doubt that Chauvin was innocent. But here he is going to prison, right? You know, speaking speaking of the Q shaman, I I had I had saved a I, I meant to drop this in the in the Skype chat, but this was really interesting. To oh, me his lawyer today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Q shaman, Jacob Chansley's attorney, said his client had Asperger's syndrome, and indicated that Chansley's mental state and the impact of Trump's propaganda efforts would play a role in his case. And this is a quote. A lot of these defendants, and I'm going to use this colloquial term, perhaps disrespectfully, but they're all fucking short bus people, Watkins told TPM. These people are these these are people with brain damage. They're fucking retarded. They're on they're on the goddamn spectrum. But they're our brothers and sisters, our neighbors, our coworkers. They're part of our country. These aren't bad people. They don't have prior criminal history. Fuck. They were subjected to four plus years of goddamn propaganda, the likes of which the world has not seen since fucking Hitler. Wow. They got incredible. He, he went from. That could have been written by any of our guys at the beginning to who's this faggot at the end. Right. Wow. Right. No, it, it starts off like a, it starts off like a good Alex Jones rant. Right. Uh, yeah. Like uh, a good Alex Jones rant will have you going. He'll have you going about globalists and fucking evil. They fucking suck. Blah 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 blah. And they're just like the Nazis. And you're like, oh, nah. and yep. there it is. Yep. Yep. It's that it had that same had that same sort of you know story arc as your typical Vegas story, right? We get to Vegas, dude. I get off the plane. I won three thousand right away on the tables. I'm up five grand. And the story is always like, yeah. So I had to blow a guy to get a ride to the airport. Like what? <laughs> what? Oh, like how does? Yeah, I ended up with no shoes and no luggage, and I, you know, had to fly home in the baggage compartment because I didn't have a real ticket. Remember, remember how is how I was telling you that they've made Claw uh, Claw Schwab the the new supervillain, like that, like they're moving. Yeah, they're they're moving Bill Gates out of the supervillain role. Well, they're they're they enhance some of his supervillain status today well hold on uh they're not just moving bill gates they're killing bill gates off is what they're doing they're they're doing that story arc where they like get rid of the character it's like he's getting divorced apparently he was a creep 
uh they're like you know doing a bunch of things that make people be like you know like they don't see the va- all the bad stuff like the killing of the eight hundred thousand kids or whatever with vaccines no that's not bad but bill gates is going away basically though it's it's, it's typical of hollywood how it's happening they're they're doing it yeah so uh schwab's world economic forum a twitter account posted today that get your COVID-19 jab or you could face consequences from your employer. Hashtag jobs reset 21. And and it has a little uh, infograph uh, that says companies policies for employees regarding COVID-19 vaccination. 88% of employers will require or encourage vaccination for employees. 40% require all employees to be vaccinated against COVID-19. 32% but not require employees to be vaccinated, encourage, but not require 16% require some employees to be vaccinated. Hmm. So, you know, basically it, 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 trying to use the corporate mechanism to force the jab upon you, yeah, trying th- to encourage right. the corporate mechanism to force the jab upon you. Like we said from the beginning, it was not going to be government pushing any of these COVID things it would be the anarcho tyranny of capitalism yeah not the overt government but but these people are all in cahoots with each other like it like you should look at a major corporation and you should look at the same way you see your dmv it, it is all one and the same now yep. like yep. it's just like it's like a mono it's it's it is a mono culture of of anti-humanism it really is it is very anti-human no, it's true. I mean, it's yeah, it's that's depressing. a very smart sort of way of. I can't talk now. Nobody can tonight, dude. I'm telling you. Way of saying they hate you. They hate you with just this absolute anger. This this evil. I don't know. I don't know any other, any other way to say it. <laughs> and they think you're well. They you are stupid. You've been made stupid to their plans. Yeah. I mean, people, you know, the dumbing down started off at with all fake information. There wasn't probably wasn't that hard to dumb it down. Well, true. And now they're able to do things like pull reality straight from a movie script or a TV show script. And yeah, they just continue doing it season after season before uh, maybe before 2020, 2021. It wasn't so common to see all these movie things happening in like real life. Actually, no, it might've been, there's always, you know, there was for a, for a time, there was all kinds of um, disaster movies, right? There was a volcano and there's earthquake movies and there was a tornado movie twister and all that stuff. And you always see that kind of stuff in real life. And occasionally you'd see like a terrorist thing. They'd show like a terrorist, you know, I don't think I've ever seen in a real life Nakatomi Plaza happen, you know, where, uh, a scrappy band of diversely ethnic um, terrorists take over a building. I don't think I've seen that in real life yet. Because if they just no, did, because they, in the movies they're always white, but in real life they're always well. They're in real life they're always fucking CIA and Mossad. <laughs> they're all trainees and feds. Right, right. This is what you get, guys. You don't get John McClane. Right. No, you don't get John McClane. You don't get Jason Bourne. Nah, uh, uh-uh. uh, you get like you don't even you don't even get Gruber. <laughs> no, <laughs> the you didn't get Hans Gruber. No, no, 
No, you get like you you get like you know like uh, Shane Cohen who used to be used to be Sean and now it's a girl named Shane with a thing with the the line over the A. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, exactly. Gross. I'm just saying, you know, that's what you get. Oh, speaking of <sighs> that's what you get, and uh, do you guys, you know, do you see that tweet about Hamas? You know, imagine being a macho Hamas commander and you get smoked by these ladies. And they show like hot IDF chicks. First of all, implying that they're hot and B also implying that they're chicks. But yeah. Did you guys see that tweet? Yes. Yes. Uh, somebody took it in the chat and changed the picture of the girls to uh, the IDF soldiers in diapers pissing themselves. <laughs> but that wasn't the point. My point was. Is that the uh, the IDF girls aren't really that hot. Because they're trainees. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> also, there are Israeli chicks. Israeli chicks aren't hot. I don't care what anybody says. There's that picture today of the one Israeli mom holding her baby, like in the corner. I saw it. It's like some, definitely some fucking propaganda. I grabbed my child and blah, 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 before the rockets started hitting and da, 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 da. And she's like, she's an IDF soldier. You're fucking hideous they're not those things don't look like people oh the other reason why is like yeah because the idf tweet with all the hot chicks but the real idf and they showed a picture of real idf girls because the ones they always show in the uh in, in the uh, not the catalogs in the uh the calendars and whatnot are like eastern european heritage jews they're not yeah, really they're israeli ashkenazi. Jews. right but they're ashkenazi right but uh no they showed the real the real idf chicks and they're all like Big, fat, disgusting, look like American uh, National Guard reservists. I was about to say, they kind of look like they should be sitting sitting down eating some Olive Garden. Right, right. Sitting down eating their third plate, their third plate of breadsticks to go with their soup and salad. Fettuccine Alfredo. Right. What do you think of the... uh... All you can eat pasta, they're on their fifth plate of fettuccine. (sighs) Johnny, do you think that footage of the... Uh, Israeli soldier removing the Palestinian flag and then blowing up him and four of his buddies. Do you think that was real? I didn't see it. So I don't, I can't, I can't say. I saw some really excellent um, CGI explanation footage. It showed a guy running past what looked like burning buildings. And then it, like, and it looks very realistic, right? And then it deconstructed it and it showed removing the flames, removing the debris and everything. And it's just it was just a husk of a regular building. But they were able to put all this stuff on top of it to look like the burning was building it on fire and the guy was running from a burning building. You mean like they do with literally every television show and movie? Yeah, it's done. Yeah, that's how many times have you seen fake? Yeah. How many times have you seen these like clips? These like 20 these 20 second, 45 second, 51 second clips that, that make the rounds. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how much of it's fucking real. Right. Well, that's what I was going to say is those clips are very, very short. Right. It's very easy. You you sat through. I mean, maybe not you, but millions and millions of people have sat through two hours of cape shit that was completely CGI. And the whole movie was just people in their costumes running around on a sound set. That's just a soundstage that's all green. You know, it's just like 
a couple of steps and a flat thing and everything else is just CGI in there. And they do that for the whole entire movie. And it's believable. You know, doing it for a 20 second film, you know, 20 second clip, 40 second TikTok video or whatever. Isn't that hard, especially considering. You know, the facilities they have to fake videos for NASA. Uh, I can't imagine what Israel has, you know, in, in Israel to fake videos for the IDF. Top of the line. Especially when they own Hollywood. You know, they own Hollywood. They own all the CGI companies and the stuff that does all that stuff anyways. And they're really into, according, you know, the Israel is the big tech tech country now. So. Right. Well, yeah, dude, have, everything's I mean, fake. Top of the line. The best of the best. Yep. Yep. They, you want you want fake and gay? We got fake and gay. We got the top of the line fake and gay. Yeah. Got the fakest and the gayest. Right. Right. But that's the thing is they have top of the line fake and gay, but they keep putting out bullshit like flappy necks and discombobulated heads and like Biden's hair disappears when he goes past a wall and, you know, mics go through people's hands and uh, they they show us constantly on Wait, Telegram. I thought that was an ice cream cone. Right. They, <laughs> they show us on Telegram constantly. I see videos where it's like it's like some futuristic set where this girl sits up in bed. And her pod opens up and she sits out of the pod and and like there's a split screen and it's literally her wearing like, you know, like the. um, What is it for like the video games where they put you in the little black suit and the little white balls all over you to film all your movements and whatever. Yeah, it's motion capture, motion capture. Thank you. I couldn't think of the word. They have all the motion on one side of it is the futuristic scene that she's actually in. And on the right side of the screen is like, you know, the green screen motion capture stuff. Like, they show us that stuff all the time. They're like, here it is. We're doing it. This is what we're doing. Look at this. Yeah, I know Blade Runner was totally CGI, but who would have thought that the president's speech was CGI? You don't think that? Because literally living in Blade Runner. Well, yeah, I didn't mean to use Blade Runner specifically, but yeah, you know, I think. But you know what I mean? Like, right. And and how long have they been deep faking these, you know, this hologramming, CGIing this stuff. We know that they put they put the planes into the videos later in 9-11. Well, we know they faked the moon landing. I mean, so at least right. at least as far back as early photography and Photoshop or what we call early photography and Photoshop. Well, I mean, if you go back and look at like the World's Fair pictures, some of those are photoshopped. Yeah. Yeah. Those are deep faked. 18. Right. So how far back does this go? We don't no. We don't. Apparently very far. And it's been gay for a long time. Mm-hmm. Or it could have just been recently fake and gay as of the 1950s. Who knows, man? No, I, I think it. I think that the last reset was definitely the period of the 1800s to the World War One. That's the last major reset. And like we said, it only takes three generations and we're like five generations past. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we're deep. Right. We're about ready for another reset. Yeah, it used to be. Well, that's the way it feels. It used to be 200. I think what they was like 200 and then they go exponentially larger back as they, you know, it was like 200, 400, 1600 years or something like that. Um, But it's, yeah, who knows? We don't know. We're not going to know unless we ask the questions, unless we talk out the points, unless we take apart the pictures and look at them and you know one thing we're not going to do is we're not going to get pictures 
of Melania Trump's penis. All right. So Ugh. that thing could have been androgynous, you know, at birth. It could have been an androgyne bloodline baby test tube baby. But or, or it could be or it could be like the uh, the one from New Zealand, the prime minister, and that thing's still flopping around and it just gets taped up. Well, know? yeah, that oh, one. God. Well, that's some of them. That one is much like a uh, what's the the Richard Levine there from Pennsylvania, Rachel Levine, the health secretary, assistant health secretary. That's just a dude yeah. in a dress. That's literally a dude in a dress. At least I have to say, I have to say, at least Bruce Jenner got the bolt ons. Got the facial feminization surgery. Got the Adam's apple taken out. He did all that stuff. You know, I mean, at least he went. I don't believe that he cut his dick off. I honestly don't believe he cut his dick off. I think that everything that I stick to my story, that everything Bruce Jenner has done, he can reverse. It's possible that the mental stuff is definitely non-reversible. But he, you know, this is a religion. This is a religion for these people that people ask why they do this stuff. You can't understand religious zealotry like this this is ancient religious zealotry with the tranny stuff and i'm going into tranny stuff i'm sorry um yeah I think- we're at the end of the show now we're just gonna we kind of shit posted yeah. our way through this one though yeah, this, we're uh, the whole thing. this kind of felt we got, like we got some good news in there man no we did dude this breaking, felt like a very good news yes we got some breaking news we got a bunch of the weekly news in uh, we, we didn't. We, we, we didn't get into some of the Amazon companies' uh, relaxation methods that they've come up with for their their wage slaves. Yeah, fuck Amazon and their and their wage. They're literally wagey wagey back in cagey. Right, like yeah. they're like like we're just several steps away. Like maybe like two steps away from having uh, nets. Uh, next to the bunks to keep people from suiciding themselves uh, on the work site. Yeah. Much. Yeah. Yeah. We're well, it's, it's going to be funny, you know, in a couple of years when, when uh, you know, your middle-class Chinese people are looking at stuff says made in America, <laughs> cheap shit. <laughs> you know, that's what's America. Gonna, no, I think what will end up happening is the next reset. They're going to repopulate with Browns that are all going to work in factories. All right. I think that's the that's kind of stole. I stole a little bit of that from base mom. She's she's the one that that got me thinking about the kids, the the kids in cages being the next set of uh, of uh, what do you call it? Um, orphan trains. That's possible. Who knows? Who knows? Or they could just be storing kids there for adrenochrome. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Either way. Uh- Either way. Either way. Either way, they are migrant overflow. Listen, they are migrant overflow detention centers. They are not cages, okay? They just happen to be metal with bars on them. With bars on the outside. On the outside. Yes. And barbed wire fence and stuff. Yes. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it quite. All right. We're going to get out of here. Jack sent me another Necronormicon. This is a good one. This is some Uncle Ted. So we're going to get out of here. You can listen to Jack tell you a little story. And actually, it's not tell you a story. It's uh, read you a bit of literature. And we will see you this weekend. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Telegram, t.me slash the Paranormies present. Guys, go ahead. Oh, but. oh uh, get inside the kennel, Chupacabra Kennel, t.me slash Chupacabra underscore kennel.
rants, uh, memes, etc. Awesome. Uh, join me on Reinhardt's 8 Mountain, t.me slash Nephilim Hour. So that's a fun shit post about all the terrible historical religious things these people do. Mm. Listen, you can find... Jack, you can do it. Do your own. Yeah, you can find me at uh, t.me slash Jack's Internal Shitpost, and you can also find my Necronormicon recordings at t.me slash Necronormicon. And you can also find Jack on his own podcast called Ascending the Spectrum on Americana.org. Don't forget to check that out. We made it, boys. You made it. Dad said the thing for me. No, I'm kidding. All right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, I was going to say something else. Oh, dude, somebody had a great comment about your your kennel there. Chupacabra kennel. Oh. (laughs) Everybody loves that, dude. Everybody loves that. I like it. All right. Yeah. I don't have one of those things. I just do a podcast. We love you, Johnny. I know. I mean, I love you guys, too. But, like, I got, you know. I don't know. All right. But let's get out of here before I start some other rabbit hole that we don't need to be getting down into. We got, uh, we got, what do we got coming up this weekend, guys? Uh, We have transhumanism. Yes. yes, got some uh, some transhumanism, overarching apocalyptic goodness or horror, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, but yes, good stuff. I'm excited. Um, been reading up on some few things throughout the week, and uh, we'll hopefully have a few episodes coming for a little mini series on it. Yes, transhumanism is a big thing that a lot of the stuff we talk about just leads into. It is the ocean that all these streams flow into the end game all right yes we're gonna start that we're gonna start that series on friday so stay tuned all right we're gonna get out of here and we'll see y'all later post comments on paranormies.com oh i forgot about that please post comments on paranormies.com yeah post comments on paranormies.com post comments on paranormies.com post comments on paranormies.com okay get get excited for next next comments on paranormies.com Yes, and post your comments on paranormies.com. Guys, I want to go to bed. All right, we're out of here. See you. Time travel makes you gay. Melania's dick. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to the Necronormicon. Today I'll be reading the next section from Industrial Society in Its Future by Theodore Kaczynski. The Psychology of Modern Leftism. Almost everyone will agree that we live in a deeply troubled society. One of the most widespread manifestations of craziness of our world is leftism. So a discussion of the psychology of leftism can serve as an introduction to the discussion of the problems of modern society in general. But what is leftism? During the first half of the 20th century, leftism could have been practically identified with socialism. Today the movement is fragmented and it is not clear who can properly be called a leftist. When we speak of leftists in this circle, we have in mind mainly socialists, collectivists, politically correct types, feminists, gay and disability activists, animal rights activists, and the like. But not everyone who is associated with one of these movements is a leftist. What we are trying to get at in discussing leftism is not so much movement or an ideology as a psychological type, or rather a collection of related types. Thus, what we mean by leftism 
will emerge more clearly in the course of our discussion of leftist psychology. Even so, our conception of leftism will remain a good deal less clear than we would wish, but there doesn't seem to be any remedy for this. All we are trying to do here is indicate in a rough and approximate way the two psychological tendencies that we believe are the main driving force of modern leftism. We by no means claim to be telling the whole truth about leftist psychology. Also, our discussion is meant to apply to modern leftism only. We leave open the question of the extent to which our discussion could be applied to the leftists of the 19th and early 20th centuries. The two psychological tendencies that underlie modern leftism we call feelings of inferiority and over-socialization. Feelings of inferiority are a characteristic of modern leftism as a whole, while over-socialization is a characteristic only of a certain segment of modern leftism, but this segment is highly influential. Thank you everyone for listening. If you have anything that you want me to read, any submissions, please send them to jacktheintern1488 at protonmail.com.